0: Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen, and I will take what is mine with fire and blood.
1: Hey, sisters, this is Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sister Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Vala Magulis.
2: Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sister Speak. The wine is sweet,
3: but our family is salty.
4: Hey sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming.
1: This is Anthony B. out of Chicago, listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K, with a wide variety of fans who leave a long-ass email.
5: So let's get started.
2: Hello sisters, it's Stephen
5: here from Ormquirk, England, and the Northerners will never forget.
1: This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them, ladies.
5: Dracaris.
4: Hey, Sister J. What's up, Sister K? This is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming. All men must die. But I'm a crow.
5: This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand. But if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again.
3: Hey sisters, this is Willie calling from LA. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? So we'll I have to carry you? This falling little blade. I think I'll pick my teeth with it. All right, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Emmanuel Michonne, and I'm just calling
2: to say, bracadas, motherfucker.
4: Hello, sisters, and the sisters speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama, to say.
0: Valar Hi, this is Andreas, aka Tammy's husband from New Jersey. Here's walking a freaking dragon in Dutch for you. Ik ben een godvergeten draak aan het uitlaten. Bye, sisters.
3: Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Oh, look, the pie. Hey, sisters.
6: This is Brenda from San Antonio, Texas. And
4: if you can't hang with the sisters, you're just kibble for the dragons. Bye. Hello, this is Ayando from New York City. You're listening to the Sit-to-Speak
0: podcast of Game of Thrones. The night is dark and full of terror.
5: Hi, sisters. This is Neambi from Virginia.
2: What's going on, sisters? This is Eli from Virginia by way of Portland, Oregon.
5: And the,
2: the Lannisters, Lannisters aren't the only, only ones who pay their debts!
5: Welcome to Sisters Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season four of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J.
1: And I'm Sister K, And welcome to episode 24 Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister Kay. We are here to talk about episode three of season four, titled Breaker of Chains. Yep. All right. So, where do we want to start off? Oh, let me give my adult beverage. Oh, yeah.
5: I, for this episode, I was drinking one of my favorites. Went back to one of my own favorites. And that's the Yano Sweet Red. Oh, Okay, It's a Texas winery, so that's what I'm drinking.
1: All righty. Okay. So nothing new. I nope. think you could only need to do your wine selection of the week if it's new. I'm going to do it every time. Because <laughs> you ain't had nothing new in a while. Well, but I'd like certain stuff. Okay, so I guess I start with King's Landing because that's where we ended up last time. I thought we were doing people. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of people in King's Landing we need to talk about. Yeah, but they have
5: paired up to to
1: two I know, but we're going to start at the King's Landing and we'll start with. I don't want to start there. I want to start with the first scene because that was what everybody was trying to to That's ascertain. in King's Landing, Sister J. There's like five people <laughs> in King's Landing. Okay, well, let's start with Sansa then. Damn! You're <laughs> so <saw> effing belligerent. <laughs> And I, we talk about the same damn thing. Hey, I'm tired from that damn long ass podcast
5: we did last week. Oh, that's the fucking shit. Trick. I know. You I am It Better soon. not be that long this time.
1: No, I see. I ain't doing these two day things. Shoot. Look, Sister J, you ain't doing shit but talking. <laughs> sitting and talking. Hey, but my that's ass tiring. is doing all the work. But oh, that's tiring. yeah. You want to talk about tiring? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about tiring. How about sitting for five Whatever hours we sat to do the podcast, and then another four hours or so to edit that shit together. Mm-hmm. Talk about let's talk about tired. And deal. did you listen to it? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to it when well, I edit. I did. Well, I listened to it multiple All times. Five damn hours I, of it. When I edit it, I do that too. It, it was good though. Shit. I'm here to tell you,
5: it, it, it was good. It Y'all was
1: good. have worn me the fuck out.
5: Yeah, we're going to have to make some changes. To our format.
1: We'll see when we get to y'all's feedback cuz I haven't read it yet. I have a um, feeling we're
5: going to be making some changes real quick.
1: We'll see how y'all do, but we might have to cut some of y'all short. Mm-hmm. So, we oh. love y'all, we do though, but y'all wore us out, 2 weeks mm. in a row. So, anyway, okay. Let's start at Kings Landing with Sansa, which is where I was going <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I forgot
5: that Beligerant was his ass, <laughs> Jay. I forgot that was still uh, at King's Landing. I- I'm thinking of the water, you know, the getting on the boat and shit. Well, I that's, knew that's his King's, ass, but see, I told King's you last Landing. week
1: that's King's Landing. I
5: told you last week I knew his ass was in cahoots with somebody because he couldn't do this shit by himself.
1: Yeah, Ser Davos. So he's because he's a drunk. Well, before we get to them, Sarah say we're back to like the same scene we left off with Joffrey's dying, dead. And then Cersei starts yelling, where's Sansa, where's Sansa? And I'm yeah. like, why, why would that be the first thought you because. would have? Is she evil. So then they start talking about, ooh, let's find her. And Ty was talking about, bar the gate, bar the gates. I'm thinking, oh, shit. And he said, search every ship. That's what he said. Search every ship. So we see Ser Davos, excuse me, Ser Dantos. Yeah. I said Davos. Yeah. Ser Dantos taking her out in a little boat rowing all the way over to a big ass boat and it's foggy too it's fog yeah it was on purpose so we couldn't see yeah that little mockingbird sigil yeah flag. yeah i think so too uh-huh damn
5: i hate this
1: Woo! so she climbs up on the boat and it is little effing finger little finger and she says Lord Baelish, Peter, I thought, ew, creepy. And you
5: were right. I the don't thought, like this guy. You
1: had a back thought that it might be Littlefinger. Yeah,
5: because he, he's he been obsessed with her for a long time.
1: Yeah. <smart> yep, he has. So she gets in the boat, and she's like, what are you? He's like, well, I wanted you to be safe. Mm-hmm. And um, Sir Dantos starts yelling at the ship, saying, Where's my money? He didn't say, where's my money? He just well, said, hey. That's
5: what, that's what he meant.
1: And so Littlefinger kind of shushes him and tells him, oh, you know, voices carry on the water. hmm And he's like, oh, but you probably want to get paid before you go anywhere, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, and he says,
5: well, Danto says, yeah, well, I need to be getting back before they miss me. So See, that's what uh, Danto
1: said. He I wasn't asking money. for no money at first. Oh, he was, too. He was doing it for the money. Agreed, but he didn't say Agreed. the money. Lord Ben oh hold on, hold on. You're gonna to want to get paid first and then come up with an well, error. This is the one this is the one
5: one instance where I agree with Sir uh with uh Littlefinger. He had to kill that fool. <sighs> he had to kill him because he uh, please, he, he said he would have told the first thing. Yeah, he probably would have. They wouldn't even need it to torture his ass, just threatened to torture him, and he would have told him. or give him some
1: wine or yeah, something. Shit. Yeah, shit. I would have killed his ass, too. Well, <coughs> yeah, was always, that was always the plan, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it was. To kill him. But so when he shoots, a, a, well, has his little guard shoot an arrow in that
5: dude's heart, and signs his, his face s- screaming. And he shushes her up and says, look, there's a thousand gold cloaks out for you. Yep, looking for you. How, how long you think he would have been quiet, you know? And she said, but he saved me. And I like this, though. I have to give it to Littlefinger because he was restrained. Because I would have said, bitch, he didn't do shit. Sister <laughs> Jay." You, you, did. well, you needy ass bitch you who know, don't do nothing but follow people. He didn't day. do nothing. I say your ass That's what I would have told her. But anyway, but he was polite, and he told her, "Look, I saved you. I'm the one. All he was doing was following my orders."
1: Yes, and then he reveals that the necklace was a fake necklace that he he had made two weeks before for Ser Dantos to have a chance to get to her. Ain't mm-hmm. hey, that some bullshit? And he he
5: he used the hilt of his knife to like crush one. It was number little glass, right? See, I told you that drunk ass fool didn't have no
1: heirloom. He sure did. You know, because he would have drunk it up. Yep, you and several other people told us so. That. But I hate that it was Littlefinger, though. Damn. Yeah, because I he know he had to know good. Hey, he. he so then I started thinking, well, shit. Then that means he killed Joffrey. Well, he was in cahoots with somebody there who did it.
5: Psh, he, he, yeah. Did. He did it. Somebody poisoned up. I told you, Lady Olena did
1: it. I don't. Well, I don't know about. Oh her. yeah,
5: she was the only one fingering the necklace. She ain't never been touchy feely.
1: Well, I don't know what fingering the necklace was gonna do. Well,
5: I think there was probably some poison on it.
1: Well, then we get to Lady uh, uh, Marjorie and Lady Olena talking in the garden, and I like this. Scene. Lady Olena is like, whatever. Marjorie wants to know, well, she am said, I queen? No, she says, Am I cursed? You know, my. Well, no, she's uh, asking,
5: Am I queen or not? Yeah. And Lady Olena's telling her, Well, you know, I think now is not the time to be present you issue. Yeah. Which I was dying laughing. <laughs> then she was talking about, Well, I must be cursed. But Lady Olena's trying to tell her, Look, you probably did a whole lot better not having to spend a day married, married to this fool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then she's whining about it was well, awful. It was, he was awful. Choking. And he was, he was choking and you know, my, my, my first husband pre- preferred the company of men. And my second and, and my well, he second got stabbed husband in the heart. Yeah, and he got stabbed in the heart. My second husband liked to torture animals and he got poisoned. I must be cursed. And that's when Lady Olena said, Oh no, she said, <laughs> Trust me, you'll do better.
1: Well, no, she tells her. I. She says, "I uh, I know you, (laughs) deep in your heart, have to admit that you are going to enjoy this way more than being married to him. Oh, yeah, and seeing him die is more enjoyable than being married to his ass." Well, she
5: said, and and you have at the end of their conversation, she said, "You have dealt. You dealt remarkably well with Joffrey. The next one should be easier." I like that, up, but yeah. So that must be their custom because, as we find out later, Tom is gonna automatically be king. Yeah. So b- believe me, he gonna marry uh, Marjorie. I don't know if he'll marry Marjorie. Yeah, or yeah, not, yeah. But yeah, because they still need the Tyrells. That's true. Yeah. That
1: so, is true. Yeah.
5: He's gonna take over. That is. So true. they'll have another a ceremony. They'll probably have a quiet one this time instead of a public one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what More you bet?
5: today. What
1: you bet? Just family and friends. Well, Lady Elena was cracking me up because she wasn't none too worried about it. She was like no. nonchalant, going on with her little stuff, talking about it wasn't that bad. Look, that little fool. Yeah. You know? And she seemed
5: kind of relieved from Marjorie, you know? Which I, pro- I think she is relieved. Yeah. Because, I mean... <laughs> Even though Marjorie probably could have dealt with him, she was going to have to endure some shit. She sure was. She was going to have to endure some shit. Yep,
1: she sure was. hmm Yep. So. That was a that was a pretty that, good that scene. That was a good scene. Yeah. Okay, but then we get to the crypt scene. This was disturbing. But see, okay. We,
5: we'll go through the, the blow by blow, but I don't get why everybody was saying, oh, I can't believe they had a rape scene in there. I didn't see the rape. No, no rape scene. It was a rape scene. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. She did she was telling him not here.
1: No And then at the end she was clutching him as much as he was clutching her. Anyway, anyway. Jay, it was a rape scene because she did not she was not wanting to do it. He went on with it and was forcing her to do it. She kept telling him no. But let's just go on with the first part, which uh, was the best part of That's the best part. The of whole it. thing was Tywin. Talking to Tommen,
5: he said, "Well, your brother's about
1: getting. being a king and what it means to be a king and a what makes king. a good king." And he I was like that breaking that shit down, but he purposely, you know, his motherfucking oh, purposely yeah. did that while Cersei was standing was there. standing right there uh-huh. because she said at one this point, is "Now not- is not
5: the time." And he just pretended like she wasn't even in the room. Thank you. <laughs> And he did. I mean, he did. He didn't change his cadence, his tone of voice, nothing. He just it, it Kept was like on she wasn't even in, even in the room. Yep. And he was giving Tom and a little lesson. I liked it. He
1: so I like he's that like, too. so what? You know, what kind of king will you be? And he's like, a good king. He's like, yeah, I think you will be a good king. You have the right temperament for it. Mm-hmm. And then he goes through what makes a good king, and so they go through holiness, and he kind of gives examples of.
5: Uh, previous king Baylor
1: the blessed who was holy but then he was also tied off because he named a six year old to the high septum thinking he could conjure shit well he was yeah and be. he ended up dying by fasting and then justice but I thought this was interesting he, he, he ended up
5: dying by fasting because food was from the earth and the earth was sinful what yeah. some crazy motherfucking shit
1: that's what he believed. Damn. So then justice, there was another king who was just, but then he was murdered in his sleep by his brother a year Uh later. So that reminded me of a Ned. So he must have been like honest and Uh open and shit, trusting. That don't get you nowhere. And then strength, he's like, oh yeah, strength is good too. Robert Baratheon was strong. He won the rebellion. He crushed the Targaryens, but he was... Horn, and and drinking, and, and that's what killed his ass at the end of the day. He said all he did was whore, hunt, and drink. Which killed him. And the last two killed him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he asked him, So what did all those people lack? And the little and little Tom, and. He is cute, cute, he is cute, though.
5: He's cute. He's
1: like, Wisdom. And he's like, Yes, <laughs> Wisdom. And he, broke and he broke it down. That shut Down. Uh,
5: your brother was not a good king. He did not have the no wisdom, and he, he was, was not, not a good king. a
1: wise king. Your brother was not a good king. If he had been, perhaps he'd still, still be, be alive. alive. Woo! And I was like, damn, Tyler. Uh-uh. What I did was... he."
2: Boop.
1: <laughs> That's what I see. And wait, did you see when he said wisdom and uh-huh. Cersei was looking at Tom and like, mm-hmm. oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She know what daddy doing. Mm-hmm. She know exactly what daddy doing. Oh hell doing. yeah, she going to be out the picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is grooming him. Grooming. He knows, but the way that Tywin did it and what what is that so whole slick. Way, went through that whole pathway to mm-hmm. get to where he got to basically telling him A wise king knows what he knows and knows what he don't and knows who to follow and listen to his counselors when their trusted advisors are advising him Mm -hmm. on things that he should do. Boop, that's what he's trying to say. Listen to me and other people. And he said, and even when you're of age,
5: because he was talking about a young king, a young wise king, but even when you're of age, a wise king's... Still listens to his, his advisors. advisors, thank you. And oh, but this is the part I like when he says, Well, now you know a king, uh, a king, why a king ne- needs to get married. He says, Tommen says, and he's leading him out of the crypt, right, and he says, right. To have a queen. And He says, Well, but but you know why you need a queen, yeah. And then he says, To further the fam. Well, Tywin tells him. Uh, when, to when further the family, family life, yeah. and, and then he says and do you know Tywin says do you know how that's done did you see the little comment no he says does anybody explain to you how that's done I know no and I thought poor little thing nobody even
1: had the birds he's and, young birds and bees talk. with boy the boy boy is young so Tywin gonna school him yes Tywin's gonna teach him he needs see. somebody to teach him yeah because obviously Cersei didn't teach uh, what's his name ass? nothing nothing so then Jamie comes in and he asks everybody else to
5: leave because you know there's priests and other people uh, in the crypt. <sighs> so he asks everybody to leave and he shuts all the doors.
1: Well, it starts out okay and then it ends up
5: ugly. But he well, Cersei starts sniveling and crying, talking yeah. about you got to kill
1: Ty. With no, Tyrion. you wait. Oh, she says it was Tyrion. He told me. Oh that, yeah. Um at some point I would pay my debts and all of my wishes would turn to ashes in my mouth. Remember when he told yes. me that? Yes. Oh, I remember that. I remember yes. that scene. That's after she was torturing uh, Roz. Exactly. And then um, she says, I want him dead. I want him, I want you to get revenge for our son. Our son. And I was like, Ooh, <gasps> okay." that's the first time she's admitted it. That's the first time both of them acknowledged yes. that
5: that was their kid. Yes. Uh huh.
1: Yes. I said, oh, no, they
5: didn't. They, now, they went
1: there. Jamie now we knew it, but still. Jamie is like, Tyrion's my brother. I'm not going to do that. She's like, he killed our son, and we need, I need him dead. I want him dead. And he's like, well, there's going to be a trial. And she's like, yeah, but that's going to give him a chance to weasel out mm-hmm. of this, and I don't want him weaseling out, I want him dead. She says, you have to do this. Yep. You have to do
5: this for me, for us. I said, woman, you are so damn hateful. Because
1: I knew Jamie would be the only one to defend Tyrion. And then she starts crying and, of course,
5: buries her head in his chest. So then they start kissing. And she's kissing him back, too. And then she pulls away. That's when he says, you know, you a hateful woman. And he says, I hate that the gods made me love a hateful woman. I said, yeah, me too. That's what I said when he said that. And then he forces her. And then he forces himself on her yep. and forces her to the floor. She do say, no, not here. That's what she says. And he says, I don't she care. She
1: keeps saying it's not right, not here. She tells him no multiple times. Yeah. He ain't doing it. That's a rape, Sister J. Yeah, and that I is. And I was like, what the fuck, Jamie Lannister? Okay, your ass is on mama, looks like a shitless. list. Hey, well you know what? Shit. She completely
2: got off my because he
1: did push little Bran out the window. I know he did and even after that I still liked him but I, nope Jamie Lannister is yeah. dead to me dead to dead. Us. <laughs> Jamie that was bad except, that was, except Jamie got to be the one to help Tyrion know. he can do that before he goes but he needs to go but that was a little disturbing, though. It was very disturbing. And I thought, and wait, no,
5: they didn't
2: go there. Wait, and I went on Twitter and I said,
1: oh, no, they didn't go there. Well, my thing was first, I thought that all that jostling and shit was gonna Double roll over you right off of that table. Yeah,
5: that's what I but thought yeah, too.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, this was a disturbing scene. I, I couldn't believe they went there. I didn't like it. Actually. Well, this show always shows that kind of stuff, but it was just disturbing well, to me.
5: I can't say that I didn't like it, because it, it's not a question of like or or dislike, as far as the whole scene. Within the context of the scene, I could see why they they did it like they did it.
2: And I didn't
1: say that it, it wasn't part of the show. I'm saying I don't like the fact that Jamie, the character, did that to Cersei, the character, who I do not like, but still, you know? I didn't like it. Okay, so that's all we see of them. Let's get off that topic because that's depressing. Um, so then we go and see Prince Oberyn. Oh yeah, and him and him and Ilaria. They're having an orgy. Yep, they're having an orgy with the little hoes and and the pimp. <laughs> well, he ain't the
5: pimp. He's still a hoe too. He, no, well, but he's the pimp and place of little finger because right. finger on the boat, right? So, so he running things.
1: They're um, ch- they're kissing and stuff, and then Alaria tries to kiss the little boy pimp, hoe whatever he is. He's a hoe. I can't remember his name now. Yeah, and what is his name? I knew it last week. We had it last week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I just never acquired the taste." Yeah, for girls. And so he's asking Oberyn. So how, you like both equally? How is that possible? Don't you have a preference? He's like, no, mm-hmm. I love them both. He says, if you have a, you know, if you deny yourself uh, a lot of pleasure, just picking one. And that was an interesting statement that he made an, an when he said, "In war, I fight for Dorne, but in love, I don't choose sides. I don't choose sides."
5: And I thought that was an interesting way to yes, put it. I did too. Yeah, I, I like him though. Yeah, I huh, yes I do, too. I like him and but his conversation though, he makes a lot of sense though. Yep. He makes a lot of sense. But he doesn't like beat you over the head with it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And so he's just talking to the little dude and he's saying and the little guy's like, Well, dang, I hope I have as much stamina as you do when I'm your age. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, shit, how old are you supposed to
5: be? And but then Elaria says, Well, how old are you? Twenty five? Such a baby. I know. So they must be a lot older. Probably like 35. 40. 40. Yeah. Yeah, 40. I say 40. I think him and Jamie are probably the same age. Oh,
1: true. Yeah. 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 So, um...
5: And we found out this season that he and Cersei are 40. Twice
1: in one episode, which was like a little bit over much. What? Overkill. The episode they kept saying how old he was. I'm like, okay, we get it. He's 40, y'all. I know! (laughs) Why y'all keep saying it? Because they want us to make sure that we we got it. Yeah. So, um... He's asking, or, uh, he's saying, um, you know, hopefully by the time you get old and you get gray hair in your ears and your butt sags and everything else, (laughs) you will have your fill of people, of fucking people. Who gets gray hair in their ears? Do people get gray hair in their ears? Oh, those men get hair coming out of their ears. Shit. And their nose. Bam. And stuff. So then... Alaria, f- I thought this was kind of cute, kind of, but she was like, oh, he is a Prince of Dorn. He's going to have people all from all over wanting to be in line to, to sleep with him. You sure can't mess up a line. No, ahead tell
5: it.
2: She said,
5: he's a Prince of Dorn. She says, anyone will be lined up around the block. He's, she didn't say blah. Well, she says that they'll be lined
1: up. Oh, and you have the line down, so well, you know what? Basically. that, that in your head. But what I liked about it was he said they will all have to line up behind you Yeah. first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, go ahead on. So right about that point, here comes Tywin. Yep. And I'm like, oh, shit. What he want? Oprah was not concerned. He was in the bed. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, Tywin says, uh,
5: can I have the room, please? hmm That means all y'all get up.
1: But my point is, Oberon didn't like jump up and go get his knife. Mm-mm. He well, didn't go put his the other ones either. Clothes on or nothing. And did you see Ilaria when he she left? Call me if you need me.
5: Oh yeah. Cause I bet she can
1: shake <laughs> I bet she can shake a bitch. <laughs> Because something tells me. Oh, she could fight. It looked like. But something
5: tells me, yeah, that she could fight probably as well as he can. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's
1: always by his side. But yeah. She could probably shake She always gives people a side-eye look. She you does. Know, like, like mm. I'm going to fuck you But it up. was funny, though, the way she says, like, call me if well, you need me. Well, <laughs> first of all, I noticed when he
5: come in, and, of course, he came in with his guards. And did you notice? Elaria and... Ho- they didn't jump up right away. uh huh They just rolled over and looked. like, Oh, who's coming in the room? So and then in. when he said... Uh, Clear the room. I need the room, please. I want to talk to you. Yeah. No, he said, I need the room, please. Okay. Then that's when... But she looked at him first. Oberyn. Right, first. right. So, yeah. Well, anyway,
1: I thought that was funny. And then... Oberyn's like, hey, you want to sit down? And I'm thinking, you hey, know, he, sit on that. he ain't going to sit on your bed, dude. You sit know that y'all just been rolling around on the bed. I know. Mm, mm, so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
5: They'd be throwing major shade in this thing. I loved it. I love it. But so we then, find out something really important, I think.
1: And go ahead.
5: That's Oberyn
1: studied poisons. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the Citadel, mm-hmm. and Tywin knows this, so mm-hmm. he starts throwing out. Oh, so did you kill the king? He's like, no, but I did study poisons at the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know this. So why am I not in the dungeon? Because Tywin, knows he didn't do it. He knows he didn't do it. That'd be
5: way too obvious.
1: And so, and oh, what I like too is Oberon said, "I do not believe a child is responsible for the sins of their father or
5: grandfather." Or grandfather.
1: And see, that's what did it. Boop!
5: <laughs> that's what did it. Because, you know, and he was just nonchalant with
2: it.
1: We yeah. poured him some wine and just was And then
2: so nonchalant.
1: Tywin just, and this, I did like this about Tywin. He just said, head on to the point, oh, and you think I had something to do with it. Your sister's dead. And he's like, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. The hound killed her and raped her, and he follows your orders. Your orders. And so Tywin, though, and I'm like, you lying mother sucker. He's just looking at him, and he says. Um, so Oberyn says, do are, you deny it? No, he says, at times of war, men, uh, leaders oftentimes don't know what their subjects are doing he or whatever. Knew. And so Oberyn does point blank ask him, so you're saying you deny any involvement with her death? Tywin was looking at him dead in his eye. Did you see that? And he did not look away on purpose. And categorically,
5: you lying asshole.
1: I think he's lying, too. Oh, of course he's lying. But Oberyn was looking at him, too. I'm like, yeah, he don't believe his ass He don't believe either. his ass. But he's decided to let that shit go for a minute, mm-hmm. you know? I thought that was very interesting. And so... But he wants Oberyn to be a judge at Tyrion's trial. And we find out that apparently... When something like this happens there's three judges well in kings landing that are named, you get a trial yeah that are named that will preside over the matter and so it's going to be Tywin he's asked apparently Mace Mace Tyrell which I'm like why would you do that but we well, find out later Well going to follow whatever Tywin says right that's what that's what Tyrion says later and then he wants Oberyn to do it
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and i was like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but i'm thinking now maybe because he is skilled in poisons or maybe he thinks he can manipulate him no i think the
5: reason why he is asking Oberyn is for two reasons number one to make it appear to be fair you better believe it's going to be majority rule. Right. It's not going to have to be unanimous. Right. See, so it's two against one. Who cares? Right. But it's to give the appearance of being fair because because what Tyron tells him at the end of their conversation, which we haven't got there yet, I believe that's his real reason. Oh, yeah, that's the real that's reason. That's the real reason. Yeah,
1: that's the real reason. Yeah,
5: that's the real reason. So,
1: But I'm thinking also... If he does want to slant something and he's dangling this small council thing as a carrot Mm -hmm. for Oberyn, he could say, hey, you know, poisons. See, I I don't know his angle yet. Does he want Tyrion to be guilty or does he want Tyrion to be freed? That's what I'm trying to figure out for uh, Tywin. What his angle is and what he plans to do with this trial. Tyrion, we see later, we can get to it real quick. Seems to think that his dad wants to condemn him, and that's why he got Mace Tyrell Mm -hmm. and Oberyn because he knows Oberyn doesn't like him. But he doesn't—he, you know, he's not thinking of it like Tywin is, and Mace because Tywin can lord over Mace what he wants. Well, I don't—I don't quite get
5: why. He wants him on the small council. I could see him wanting to be a judge because oh, he's
1: skilled, him boy. Po- because of what you just said. Yeah. The thing at the end is why.
5: Uh, uh, right. But I think uh, we already know foreshadowing it's not going to go the way Tywin thinks it's going to go. But, exactly. But uh yeah, you,
1: you are right. And it's probably also maybe You mean why he wants him to be a judge not the small council. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the small council is understandable because, yeah, because he says. They need the Dornish. Yeah. we He he says um, Dorn was the only well, first kingdom of all, who was able to withstand Aegon Targaryen and their dragons.
5: Well, first of all, when Oberon says, well, gee, I didn't know you had such respect for Dorn, you know, to offer me this shit. That's what he was saying. And that's when Tywin really broke it down. Yeah. He said, okay, look. Uh, the wildings are coming to the wall. And uh, 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 he said the seven kingdoms won't be whole until Dorne gets back into the fold. Right. He said the wildings is marching this way. They're coming uh, to the wall. And then he says, and then way out in the east or south or whatever, we got a Targaryen girl with three, three dragons. dragons. Yeah. And then he says the ultimate. He says, and... The Dornish were the only people that were able to resist. Right. Aegon, Targaryen, and and his his dragons. dragons. And Oberyn just kind of smiled and said, oh, so you need us. And then Tywin just said, well, we need each other, which Mm -hmm. is true. But see, he didn't promise Oberyn what he wants most. He said, oh, I'll help you get your revenge. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So he's going to throw the mountain under the bus.
1: Oh, he don't care. He throw Mm -hmm. his own kids under the bus. Mm Mm-hmm. He don't care about no damn mountains. so. And he might not even plan to honor that promise because he that's said. That's true because he is shady. I think he's not even planning to honor that shit because he said, "You help me bring justice to uh, the king's death, and I'll help you bring justice to your sister." Mm-hmm. Well, ain't no rule, so, nothing to say that he gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Now I have. I yeah. tend to think that he will. Because it's going to take longer for them to defeat Targaryen dragons and shit right. than it is for that. So he'll definitely say, hey, Mountain, let's have this meeting and ambush his bitch ass. You well, know? he's
5: going to have to do something because, uh, uh, yeah, otherwise Oberyn go on back. Or or he'll take care of the mountain in and his own way. Mean, and I then, don't
1: believe Oberyn is believing him anyway. So yeah. I believe Oberyn's like because hmm, he's okay, too. I'll take this and then I'll bide my time mm-hmm. and I'll get both they asses. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think yeah
5: yeah I think so. I mm.
1: so that's interesting. And now that I is really, interesting. I really want to know how or why is Dorn was Dorn so capable of resisting them? Well, of them. course we want to know. Yeah. yeah, of course. What's you about know? these Dornish folk yeah. that they keep making fun of, you know? Yeah,
5: I, I mean, you know, they, uh, uh, at least Cersei was looking down on them and
1: stuff. Everybody everybody does. Yeah, that's
5: Even true. Even those
1: guys at the, at the thing. So then we get a scene... Um, with Tyrion in the in the <laughs> cellar in the dungeon. And I have to admit, this was sad. I have to admit, when I first
5: seen first scene first came on, the first thing I looked at was as one of our <laughs> listeners said, I, "I want to sit there and little the handcuffs on him." <gasps> yeah, they didn't.
1: Y'all are so rude. Woo! Yeah, well, rude. you know. So, anyway. Padre comes to visit Tyrion in the, in the dungeon. He's tried to sneak in some shit, but they took some. Oh, other but crumbs. wait a minute. I got a list. He says,
5: I tried to sneak in, uh, or I tried to bring you some wine, but the guards took that, but they didn't find this. He took out some candles, a quill, parchment, duck sausage, almonds, and some hard cheese.
2: Uh, oh, that's, that's a lot, lot of shit. I
1: know. And he kept pulling out stuff. I thought that was a lot, too. Oh. No. That was cute. That was
5: really cute. I like
1: Podrick. I do too. This scene was so
2: sad. This was the
5: only scene in the whole episode that I almost, not quite, almost teared up. Mm -hmm. Because Podrick is so
1: loyal. Pitiful. And he's just so loyal. Looking. Yeah. So... And he's he's really in a hard spot. Yeah, he's saying the trial's gonna be in a fortnight. The... Um, he's supposed to come and get witnesses for him, Mm -hmm. a list of people that will be witnesses for him. So he starts naming off people and Padre keeps like shooting down people. He's like, okay, my wife. He's like, uh, Sons is gone. We ain't seen her since the wedding. (laughs) And Tyrion. I know. I think he was worried about that, but he just decided to let that go for Mm -hmm. the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, well, bronze under investigation himself. They're not going to let you see him at all. Exactly. He says, well, Varys might be able to do it if he's got the, the uh, what do you call it, the courage. And he's like, well, no, you can't use him because he's already been called by the queen. As a witness. For a witness. Mm-hmm. And then he says, well, what about my brother? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he says, well, I'll ask my lord. And then he tells them, I've been approached to... He said by a man whose face I didn't know. Yes. So we don't know who did who, who did it. He said that they would make me a knight Sir Roderick R- Payne if I testified that I got you some poison for whatever. Well, he said if I testified
5: that I saw you purchase poison by the name of the strangler. That's the name of the poison. Yeah, I'd be like, well, who was this dude? Well, he don't know. He said uh, uh, he said by a man whose face I didn't know.
1: Yep, so it must be somebody. Damn.
5: I know, that's what I sound like. I've been saying. They're well, trying h- to cook it up, see? Yep. They're trying see? to cook it up. Yep. I, hey, it's probably one of Cersei's
2: people. That's what I was thinking. You know? Mm, mm, mm. I was
1: thinking the same thing. So I was like, what? I said, oh, hell no. Don't do it. And so then Tyrion asked him, so what would you say? He's like, no, my lord, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well when are they asking to know? They're going to want to know soon yeah. before the trial. You're going to have to tell him something. He's like, I already told him. I'm not doing it. He's like, Podrick, I don't want you dying for me. Yeah. So you need to go to get my brother, and then you need to get the hell out of Dodge because they're going to be coming for you. They done asked you with niceness. Now they, they're going to yeah. do it with some meanness next. And he said, when I'm walking uh, uh, down that,
5: that row to the execution, I don't want to see your head on a spike before I get there. Which you know they like to do that. They shit. like
1: to do that shit mm-hmm.
5: for real. And Patrick looks so sad. He, I know, he didn't want to promise,
1: uh. but but Tyrion made him promise.
5: Though. Yep, to go. He
2: to, made to him get promise, get promise. And so uh,
1: I know I was a little bit teary on this too. Yeah. And then um Tyrion stops him on his way out and says, "There's never been a more loyal squire, squire in ev- in all of Westeros," which was so I sweet.
5: know. That was so sad. And the saddest
1: part was when Tyrion told him, "This is it. This is goodbye. We, I know, we won't see each other again." I'm like, "No, you guys are a good pair." I know they are. I know. That
5: was sad. That was sad, but that was
1: a good scene, though. That was that was a very good scene. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. And that's all we see of Tyrion, which is a shock. Only one scene with him. Well, let's go to Stannis and Ser uh, Davos. Stannis is making me mad. Stannis every, is just every episode enthralled he's making me mad. with this red woman. Well, he he got um, a letter or a Raven or something that said Joffrey's dead, so, so he so summoned
5: Ser Davos. He's
1: mad at Ser Davos for letting Gendry go because now mm-hmm. it's proven that those blood leeches worked because he. Yeah. As y'all mentioned last week mm-hmm. on, the, on the feedback um that, you know, those are the leeches. The order that he put them in is the order that Orders these that people are die. dying.
5: And Baylon Greyjoy is last right. one.
1: So he's mad that Gendry's gone. He can't do no more blood leech ceremony, you know. <laughs>
5: With the king's blood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we king's need to blood. see
1: where the hell... Gendry got if he if he's even alive. Yeah, after where is Gendry? Floating in the damn ocean or something. Maybe the pirate got him. Yeah, probably picked him up
5: or something. That'd be great.
1: So so Davos is like, look, we can't win this war with with little blood magic and black magic and whatever. You
5: gotta take men. We, it
1: takes men on the ground. Mm-hmm. We need to go go to the east. And get some of those men. And He's like, "Those are cell swords." Stannis says, "Those are cell swords." He said, "But well, that's with his lip. Like, yeah. Wait, with his lip curled up." I know. Did you see
5: that? Uh-huh. Like that was so distasteful. Yeah, uh, you done la- lost half your
1: army in the Blackwater.
5: Or, Thank or you. They got the Blackwater. Yet. You know. And wait, left. and then
1: this fool got and said, "We ain't even got no gold." So Stannis is hurting. He's hurting.
5: They hurt him. They, we they don't got no, no money, money. Nothing. No nothing.
1: So, um, so Davos. So, wait, I didn't get this part. So, then Stannis tells him, look, we are running out of... I am running out of time, and that means you are running out of time. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does
5: that mean, Stannis? That, oh, that means his ass is going back in the dungeon.
1: Okay. I thought it was going to kill him or well, something. Well, it could be. Don't be killing Davos. But his ass is
5: going to go back in the dungeon, where he took him out
1: of. Well... So he could be his own advisor. Or he's going to be
5: killed. Or, now, I took it like... I don't know. I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, when I thought sentence? about it, though, I thought about, okay, it could be maybe he's going to be another sacrifice because, you know, Melisandre is getting rid of folks who. Left and right, Jack. Who don't agree with her. And it's common knowledge that uh, Sir Davos don't agree with her shit. Yeah,
1: but he's quiet about it. Yeah, but
5: Stannis, no, he don't agree with that That's shit. That's
1: true. He's quiet about it because if he
5: could, he would choke the shit out of her. Oh yeah, he would. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so the next scene we see Sir Davos goes to visit Shireen in her little cell. Oh honey, wait a minute minute for her for his reading lesson.
1: Shireen is salty as hell. She is mad. She late. She is like, you are late. I didn't think you was coming. It's time for your reading lesson.
5: And he said, Dang, you sure are your father's daughter.
1: No, wait. Wait. <laughs> that ain't when he said it. So she says, Well, we got we got this reading lesson to go. He's like, Look, being the hand of the king, I don't have a lot of time for leisure stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, Well, you ain't gonna be a good hand of the king. If you're running around uh, if if you see the word knight and you say cniggate, <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, she did. Yes, did, did! And I said, "Wait a minute, I saw the so fucking close to something else." <laughs> we got about that last
5: last uh, uh season, but
1: yeah, I was rolling when she oh, said yeah, that. Yeah, and then wait, and then gave him the book, and he starts like trying to read the words and moving his lips, and she's like, "Don't be reading your you moving can't. your lips. She's like, You'll never read well if you read with your lips moving." That's how children do it, and I'm like, well, damn, <laughs> she is just tearing his ass up left she and is, right. She is. And I was like, breaking damn, this little girl you. broke this shit down, quick. For him. And that's what he says. Damn, you are your dad, your daddy's daughter. <laughs> you are relentless.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, that was so funny. And so, and apparently, kinda- he really said that because did you hear the when she says cut, nigga. Because a, he says, "Well, that was a, that was a couple of weeks ago that I did that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was hilarious
5: to but me. But then, he, then they start talking about she's telling him about the book. It's about pirates and smugglers and stuff, and she really liked it. Was it was the first um, night of Bravo's or something. Yeah, yeah. And he says, "Well, there's a difference between a pirate and a smuggler." And she says, "Yeah, because you were a pirate." He says, Mm-mm, "I was a smuggler." <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's like, well, what's the difference? And he says, well, if you're a famous smuggler, you're doing something wrong. wrong. And he says, I, I tried to. Uh, what did he say? I tried to explain that very thing to to to, to your daddy to uh, to your daddy. But he says a hey, bravosi something. No. no, he said. I have tried to explain that distinction to your father, but he, cause she said, my father thinks everyone's a thief. There's no difference. A thief is a thief. Yeah. He's like, I've tried to explain that distinction to your father, but he he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't and he's like, it. as a matter of fact, and then he starts talking about the bravosi. He said, mm-hmm. I knew one. I almost got hurt, beheaded or something by or one. Or something by yeah. one. Yeah. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, and as a matter of fact, I think they, um because of the iron bank of Bravos, and he stops talking, and he's like, oh, and you can see he's got an idea. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what, what Davos, what?
2: What is it? What is
1: it? So he kisses her on the head, and he's like, okay, I need you to write me a letter. And I thought this was the cutest thing ever. She's like, well, you could write, this will be good practice for you. And he's like, no, I need a smart person to write it. Wasn't that cute? Wasn't that sweet? Wasn't that cute? I like that. And she just, and so she got, got her, her little pink and, yep. and everything and,
5: you know, started writing. And he's writing a letter to the Iron Bank of oh, Bravos Bravo. under Stannis' name. Did you hear that?
1: Basically, what he going to do is Ooh, yeah. going to say, look, them effing Lannisters done borrowed a whole bunch of your money because they just talked about last week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they ain't paid you nothing back. So why don't we get together and go get your money?
5: Well, I don't think he's going to do that. This is what I think he's going to do. I do. Okay. Because as he was talk- talking talking to Shireen about the difference between a pirate and a smuggler and, you know, a uh, uh, Barbosi and, and, and all that stuff, he was talking about the Iron Bank's barges got more gold on it than, and then he stopped. I think he's going to understand his name say, because Stannis is the ruler of that little island or whatever, say, or induce them to send money their way in exchange for whatever, you know, uh, whatever he's going to do. And I think he's going to smuggle it. He's going to hit the barge.
1: No. That's what I, what think I think he's going to do, in the name of Stannis, the rightful king, which he would be, Yes, he's going to say to the Iron Bank, hey, the Lannisters have taken the throne. They owe you a shit ton of money.
5: And they're not the rightful heir. And they're heirs. not the rightful heir. Now that
1: King Joffrey's dead. Why don't you back? Yeah, Co- Joffrey's dead. I am the rightful heirs, Stannis Baratheon. Back me to get my throne back, and we will get your money back or something. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think he's going to be trying to steal from them. I don't know. I don't know. He is a smuggler. He is, but I think he's giving that up.
5: I don't think so. We're going to see, though. Yeah, we'll see. But... It, it seems to me that there was a reason for that whole conversation. Yeah. So, we're going to see.
1: Okay, well, let's go to Arya.
5: Oh, yeah, I like this.
1: And the hound. Oh, man, you know what, though? I want to
5: like the hound so much, but damn, he's making it hard.
1: Oh, he a mean. Oh, he a mean cuss. He a mean cuss. All right, they bickering about some shit about um, where which way are they going? Are they you in the have right
5: a place? yeah, have you cracked up? Well, you got a map. He's like, um, yeah, I'll
1: get a map at the next door. We see, yeah, the next little map shop we pass. yeah oh, I was laughing. I thought like, yeah. to the same thing. Yeah, because you know when kids ask you a million questions like, it's it's irritating. Do you see a map shop around here, dude? <laughs> So she, she's like, well, how far are we? How long will it take? What are you going to do after you drop <laughs> me off? And I thought it was interesting. He said, I might cross the narrow sea and join the second sons, which mm-hmm, is what Dario, mm-hmm. which is who Daener- Daenerys is uh, with God. Yeah. She's got the second sons um, and become a cell sword, which he could because he's a good sell- yeah. you know, a sword fighter. And she's like, oh, I have friends in bravos. And he's like, who oh, you know I'm Braavos. And I was like, getting excited. Yes. I know Bravo. She needs to find a Bravosi man. I give, know! Him the corn, give him the coin. Give him the coin and say Valar Magolis and Jackin will appear.
5: <laughs> you are so hopeful. I am very hopeful. You are so hopeful. I, I mean am we very are gonna. Hopeful. We are gonna just pee our pants
1: if they do that. I'm not gonna do that, but I will swoon. Yeah, you will. No, I will swoon. <laughs> but I ain't peeing my pants, sister Jay. What's he doing, Pete?
2: <laughs> so nasty!
0: <laughs>
1: Lord, <laughs> <day. laughs> okay. So as they're kind of bickering back and forth, this
0: landowner—yeah, the land—I
1: the landowner and his daughter Sally. We know her name. Yeah, she's cute too. She is cute. Um, no they ride up and like, "Hey, who are y'all? What y'all doing on my land?" Blah blah blah. And so he basically—excuse <laughs> me. Invites them to stay. Well, first of all, he says, Hey there, what you doing? And the hound looks at him like, What's he's like? No, he says, What you're you doing on my, my land? land?
5: And the hound said, I'm standing right here. It's on my land. Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> on my land.
5: <laughs> oh, the hound is too
1: much. He
5: is too and much. And Arya, she is so quick. Quick. She is going to make a formidable oh, person. Oh, my
1: father didn't mean it. He's my upset father. after all the fighting. And he's tired and blah, blah, blah. And
5: they burned down our house with our, my mother was in it. And and he, he just hasn't, hasn't been, been the, same, the same. same. And then that Landover asked him, well, so like, uh, who did you fight for? And Arya kind of hesitates. She looks at the hound and the hound looks at her and she says, the Tully's of river run. Well, see, she knew all them lessons, remember, oh, yeah, yeah. way back. And so the man says, hey, we got some food. Uh, my daughter makes a rabbit stew almost as good as her mother. hmm And there's hay in the barn for you to sleep. Ugh. Did you see them at the dinner table? Oh, my God.
1: That tells you how hungry them mugs they were. They hadn't
5: been eaten in a while.
1: That was funny to me, though. That was. But- the man is trying to pray to the seven gods and... The hound ain't having. He's like, you're gonna pray to all, all seven, seven of them motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 and he said. i was thinking the same thing. I'm like, he's going. He's really yes. is praying to he all does. seven of them.
5: And then the hound interrupts him and says, I, Hey, we pray that that this this uh, this this owner or whatever his name was doesn't kill us in our sleep. The visitor, yeah, the guest. <laughs> the visitor doesn't kill his guest in his sleep.
1: No, he said, or something. Now you jacking shit up now. All right. He's like, No, you, you need to be praying that your guest doesn't kill you in your sleep tonight. <laughs> so they eat, and Arya is slurping just as much as the hound. No, oh, I mean,
5: they are grubbing.
1: They are it, hungry. They are okay, it's
5: pitiful. Now, rabbit stew, I, uh, it, that looked like some awful soupy shit. They were sloshing and slurping. Yeah. And pouring. They were hungry.
1: Yeah, they so were. So the little farmer guy is asking the hound, he's like, oh, you look, you know, like you can use a sword. He's like, mm-hmm. we've got so many thieves and people around here stealing shit mm-hmm. and pillaging shit. It, it, you know, it'd be great if you could stay around, help me farm a little bit, because you look strong, mm-hmm. and also help keep away these thieves, because I've got a little bit saved up.
5: Well, the hound says, well, how much can you pay? Yeah. And he says, well, they took most everything, but I I saved back a little bit of silver. Yep. Uh, uh, fair wages for fair work. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, that is not going to work The no, hound. Not for but the, the hound. the hound says, yes, we'll do it. And Arya's is looking at him side-eye crazy like, what? Mm-hmm. He's going to be taking me to my aunt, auntie's house. So... The next morning... Arya wakes up to screaming and thudding. The little girl's calling. The hound knocked the farmer over, snatched up his gold... And was walking on. That was rude. That
5: was so mean. It was mean. He didn't have to do that. And Arias is yelling and screaming at him, talking about you're the worst person in the seven kingdoms. No, you're the worst shit in the seven, seven kingdoms. kingdoms. And he says, "No, I'm not." He said, "Believe you worse me, there's me. worse than me." And he says, and he says something to the effect. How many Starks got to be nope, beheaded nope, before you No nope.
1: that's not what he said. He said, they're going to be dead by winter, both of them. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know that? He's like, because he's weak, he can't protect them, and they're going to be dead by winter. Dead men don't all... need no silver. Yeah, dead men don't need no silver. And he says, how many Starks have to lose their heads for you to learn?
5: For you to get it, yeah. yeah
1: for you to get it. And then he just walked on. Yep. He
5: got... <laughs> I have to admit, he got a point, though. He got though. a point. But, damn, that was brutal, though. It was.
1: Poor dude. You know. he really
5: gonna be dead by winter, because he ain't got no money now. Well, and plus, them things is coming and everything, so... Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Okay, so the wall, and then... Let's do Sam and Gilly first, I guess. Sam and Gilly first, and then, you know, Jon Snow and Castle yeah.
5: Black in... in, in so,
1: Sam is worried about Gilly's safety, which I... Was like, hey, yeah, that's a good point. Because as he's walking up to the reg- the main, I guess, building, yeah, he's passing all these thieves and rapists, what? And- that's who, that's go to the wall, yeah. But I and mean, then, yeah. he should have come back. No, and then the worst thing that got him probably was that head fucking dude, who I still don't remember hell his name is. Yeah, I forgot to look it up. He's the one talking about. Oh, how's how's your girl? No, he says. Oh, you going up to see your whore? He says.
2: Yeah,
5: he, she's not a whore. He says. Well, I'll give her a, a, sh- a shilling or a coin, a copper coin tonight, and, and, and we'll see. find out. Yeah, yeah.
2: No,
1: he didn't. Mm, and that's mm, the worst mm, one of all. That's he's supposed the worst to be one, the. He's mean. He's the leader, supposed to be. But he's mean, though. He is mean. Mm-hmm. So he's worried about her safety.
5: He's the one that's always uh, fucking with Jon Snow and yeah. saying shit.
1: Yep.
2: Hmm.
1: He's worried about her safety, and and um, he's like, these guys, you know, they're my brothers, but I don't, you know, a lot I of them are. Him. Yeah, I don't trust a lot of them, and you saw what they did to uh, your daddy.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I think you'll be safer in Molestown, And she's like, "Are you bored of me?" And he's like. No, and I think he was going to tell her he loved her, but he stopped himself. Right. Well, and he was complaining too. He said, "He said they don't believe that I really killed
5: a White Walker." Oh, that's true. See, and she says, "Well, you, yeah, because I saw it." But see, they don't believe him, and they don't believe her because nope. she's a wilder. They don't. <laughs> see, they don't. So you know. So
1: he bas- he takes her and little baby Sam to Moulton, the town. and I'm like, this, Ooh, place, this place is terrible. That looks like the worst
5: brothel in the world. Ugh. It was dirty and dingy and nasty and nasty, and them holes in there was dirty. Yeah, they it was wasn't like a King's Landing. Their holes is clean. <laughs>
1: Well, you at least they I mean? look clean. Well,
5: but but I mean, they're
1: bathed and stuff. These yeah. people were nasty. nasty. And so he's telling, Sam is negotiating with, I guess, the, the head. She's a the madam, yeah, yeah, Saying, okay, she can clean, she can cook and help with other babies. And nothing else. Nothing else.
2: Well, and enough. the woman
1: says, well, now she can make some more money. He said, no, nothing else. Yeah.
5: Well, now Sam
1: going to know shit? He ain't, I know. That's what I was thinking. He don't know. He ain't going to know what they do to mm-hmm. that girl. So she goes to this little room and it's like a pallet on the floor, which I'm sure was no better at the night's watch, but still. But still. And so she's a little bit miffed, which I wouldn't. I, I would, would be too. I would be too. And he's like, well, I can't protect you up there. She's like, well, you protected me fine on the wall
0: mm-hmm. or above
1: the wall. He's like, yeah, but I can't protect you. Where at Castle Black? And this is for the best. She's like, yeah, the best for you. Well, it is. Yep. And little Sam is hollering. Yeah, he, he know that cold floor is cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the cutest little baby, though. Oh,
5: he is cute. Oh, that was a cute little baby. He's very cute. Mm, mm, mm. So then Sam, but you know what? Since Sam is worried about the mother, a uh, 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 men at Castle Black doing something to her. Raping her or something. I, he had no choice but to do that, though. Yeah,
1: I mean, you, you don't know. know no better. Yeah,
5: all. because he, what does he know? I
1: guess he don't realize that shit can happen anywhere.
5: Exactly, because he's useless.
1: You know, he is not useless. Oh, he is too. Okay, so So Jon Snow. Well, before to Jon Snow, the
5: Wildings.
1: We see, and I was like, okay, this is not going to be good because there's just some random people we ain't never seen before. Well, no, there are little farms, uh, right? And there are random people that we ain't never seen before. I'm like, okay, (laughs) we ain't seen y'all before, so that means y'all ain't gonna be long to live, right? So it's a little
5: village, and here comes. Well, first of all, Egret's the one that shoots the first one.
1: Shot there the man is. through the net. Show is. And then the fans get get, get them. Oh Lord. This scene was disturbing also. Yes, it was. Because them motherfuckers are flat out running. They're not even trying to take people hostage. No, they're killing them. They're just them. killing people because willy-nilly. that's for dinner. That's what what but that's what wildings do. And you know what? This is the first time mm-hmm. in the whole show. Mm-hmm. Four seasons that we have seen wildings. Live up to what they've been saying the Wildings did. Exactly. Because we have not seen that yet. No. They were just killing. But we've never seen
5: Wildings do it.
1: Yeah. Because, I
5: and all of them, they was just killing. Everybody
1: was killing. And they were men, women, and children. They was killing Everybody. 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 Now, the fins we know are going to eat, but the other ones ain't. But still, they was killing everybody, Mm -hmm. egret included. Yep. So I think they were making a point. Yeah, wildlings are deadly and dangerous, and this is why they have the fucking wall. Because up until now, I'm like, these wildlings ain't nothing (coughs) too crazy. And she
5: was killing up a bunch of people, too, with the marriage. A bunch. She was killing up a bunch of them.
1: So the little boy, his mama, before she got, got, told him to go hide. He's hiding under this wagon. Of course, he gets snatched up. By the main thin dude.
5: Yes. And Ooh, he's yes. like, oh,
1: mm. do you know your way to Castle Black, boy?
5: Well, first he says, is that your, he says, that's your mama That's your, your mama and your daddy. First so, we're well, going to eat gonna... your mama and then eat your daddy. daddy. <laughs> you run to Castle Black. And tell him. And tell him. And he lets him go. Bam! Ooh, that's what I said. Oh, Dang! Lord have mercy. And yes they showed him. And, and, and while he's making the little boy look, they showing him. And they are. Uh, uh, so some other things are off in the distance, hacking up the folks. I know, like you cut up parts of a chicken, like when you get a whole
1: chicken and but you want to fry
5: pieces. Lord Sister have Jane. mercy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: So then we go back to Castle Black, and the little boys that made it there and telling them and telling them, and so they're all like, "Oh, they well, want to go and take revenge, right. and right?" And so the main dude. He's Maester like I, no, the other dude that we don't know his name. Oh yeah, that he's one. like, that's what they want us to do. They want us to leave Castle Black to go get him. <laughs> yeah. And that way the wall's defenseless. And then Maester Eamon says, There's only a hundred of us, and that includes the builders and the other people who don't fight. Basically. And the cooks and stuff. And he yeah. says
5: our responsibility is to defend the wall. Yep. We can't go nowhere. True. We got to defend the wall. Then they hear this horn signal, which signals when rangers are coming yep. into Castle Black. So everybody flocks outside. And it's two of the men that was in the group yep. when they overthrew Castor.
1: Yeah, two of John's, like, somewhat friends, friends kind of, right. he knew. Sort of. Yeah. And they had been chained up, prisoners, basically, of yeah. them. But they got away and made it back to the wall. And he says, and they tell them that they are going to stay there, and they are taking over Craster's Keep, uh-huh. all his daughters. Yep, which you know what that means. They, and they got
5: all his daughters and all his food, so they're going
1: to be there in a while, right? And so John immediately is like, "Okay, we need to go and take care of them right now, right now." And this, the dude says, "Well, look, we went over this already. We got to stay and defend the wall." He's like, "Look, no, I'm Tom Nance, yeah." I told Man's Raider we had a 1,000 men at Castle Black alone. They know that we don't. And what do you think they're going to, how quickly do you think they're going to tell the wildlings that? When they get to them. When they get to torturing them. Mm -hmm. We got to go and kill them now. And he had
5: previously told them, look, we got to do something because if the wildlings make it over the wall, he said they will consume everything for a 1,000 miles before there will be any army to stop them. Right, which is true. A thousand miles is a lot of space. Well, he
1: didn't say miles, but a he thousand. did too. He said a thousand miles. Oh, Okay. Well, that's true because all the armies are down fighting and shit. Yep. So they way down
5: by King's
1: by then a and whole bunch of people be dead.
5: Yep. Damn.
1: So then I think that means they're going to be taking a trip to the north. I think they're going to go up to
5: Crasters and yeah, kill to Take care
1: of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they're going to have to. They're going mean, to have to. They're
5: going to have to. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the only thing they can do is bring those women
1: back to Castle Black. If they survive. Yeah. This this battle that's gonna have to happen. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. That was some mm-hmm. mess though. That I was, was like, F- the poor people all tore up mm-hmm. by the nasty ass thins. Okay. Then the last minutes of the show.
5: Daenerys. We get Daenerys. At In Ma- Marine. Marine. Yes. Okay. And what I... In my notes, I put once again, <laughs> Danny is talking shit to the rulers <laughs> in an attempt to free their slaves. That's this is it, a little in bit a different, though. This was a little different. I kind of liked it, and I did like it. First of all, the the Marine people, the rulers there, they they're all behind their little gated wall yeah and they're sitting up on these uh, i would call them like little bleaches yeah and looking down on danny and the sully unsullied and everybody i'd have been nervous that's a lot of fucking that's a lot of people and they send out their champion of a- riding a horse one dude one dude to fight with with her champion and whoever i guess whoever wins you know
1: they win. I don't know what that means if they win, but yes. I'm like, you're gonna send one dude out there with all them thousands of people? Yeah, you know. Okay. And this champion is talking
5: most shit. Yep. And he whips out his penis and pees in the dirt. And all the little rulers up in Marin, uh who are sitting up on this wall, they're laughing and grinning. I'm thinking, ooh, this ain't gonna be good. This ain't gonna go well. I,
1: you know what? This was funny to me though. I mm. liked it. Well... I didn't like... I still don't like the Dario guy. I don't either. I don't like it. But I liked what his character did. So I'm like, yeah. Well, first of all, Grey Worm and Jorah and Sir Barristan,
5: they all volunteered to fight uh, for Daenerys as their champion. And she get- it tells them, oh, one one reason or another, no, you're my best knight. No, you're my... Trusted advisor. Trusted advisor. You're my this, you you're my that. You so,
1: Unsullied. Yeah. So, so I can't so risk your life. I can't lives. risk you.
5: So Dario steps up and says, well... I don't have no title or no money. My mother was a whore, so I'll do it. And she's like, okay, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. And so he's standing there waiting for this champion as this champion's getting back on his horse and getting his lance and everything. And so Danny kind of steps up to him and says, "Uh, are you sure you don't want a horse? And he said, no, horses are dumber than men. (laughs) And I thought, "Uh uh-oh, this ain't going to be good. But I wasn't prepared for what
1: happened. I wasn't either.
5: <coughs> I have to admit, though, he was
1: slick. He was slick with he it. He was slick. He gets his little dagger out. Mm. He waits and waits and waits, and when that horse is close enough, he stabs it in the eye. Well, he throws it in his yeah. Stabs he it throws right. it in the eye of the horse, so the horse falls down, which makes the rider fall down. And then, as the dude falls at his feet, he gets out his big ass sickle. sickle. And cuts oh, his head off. I head. mean, less than two seconds later, less that's the two was seconds gone. gone. And all the people in Murine, all the
5: leaders, they're like, huh? <laughs> and then Danny starts talking to her. Shit, shit.
1: In Valerian.
5: I like it when she says, yeah, uh, now y'all know all the, the people in Astapor, the unsullied. She says, well, uh, go to Getty's. Well, uh, I freed them. She says, well, they're right here now by my side, free. Free. Then she says, and, uh, y'all know about all the slaves in young Kai, don't you? Well, they all right over here, or to my left, uh, right side, free. Free. And all the little slaves are starting to (laughs) perk up. What? What? You know. So then. But that one brother that they showed with the colorful clothes on, he sure was cute. The, that they focused on? The slave on.
1: master? Yeah. yeah. He was cute, So though. then um, she calls those, what do you call them, big-ass barrel well, I, joster things? I, I just said they were going to be weapons or something. Firing ram. Yeah, the firing thing. It's like a battering ram
5: thing, but it's the, a firing oh, a, ram. No, well, it's
1: called a catapult. A, that's what you call catapult. it, a catapult. Well, I thought they were going to have, like, some weapons or something uh-uh. in there. That was cool, though. That was cool. That I like cool. that better. I like that. And so they're throwing these
5: big barrels of, we, uh, you know, what could be ammunition, but and they're busting against all the rocks and the buildings in uh, Murine, and they're filled with slave necklaces. Yep. Broken. Collars. Broken slave collars. Slave collars.
1: Yep. I think from all the people that they yeah. tore down off of their posts. Yeah. Yep. That was good. That was and very good. And I kept thinking, good. okay, um... You see a couple of those slave owners trying to inch their way to the door. Yes, they—I was like, yeah, y'all uh, might want to back y'all up, sneak out, yeah, because uh, those slaves might start a riot. Mm-hmm. But you are right; those were the collars
5: from all of those uh, 163 slaves. Because she had, remember, she oh, said, "Oh, there's
1: more than that." Well, no,
5: but, but especially the ones up the road. Because she had said, "Take their collar, remove their collars before we bury them." Yep.
1: But that was more than a hundred and something.
5: That was June. that was a bunch.
1: That was probably all of the other people's callers mm-hmm. too. I
2: think so well, too. Unsullied
1: and the um, other people and everything. And then it was over. I mean, but that episode
5: was good though. That was good. That
1: episode was it. It, it did not disappoint. It ended with a uh, you know a different note than we've seen, but it was it was still good. Yes, I it liked was very it. good. I liked it. Okay, well, let's start with this feedback. We um, Last week, we totally forgot to read our iTunes reviews. Oh, we so had one? We had several. So let me start with the iTunes. And then we had um, a couple of emails come in at the late, late last minute that we didn't get into the podcast, which y'all was already late because we was early. And um, we'll read those two before we get to this week's feedback. Mm, But um, let's start with our iTunes review. The first one is from Fancy FX. Okay. And um, this podcast was recommended to me by my dad, Larry. I downloaded them and haven't stopped laughing. (laughs) These ladies bring an entertaining and insightful view to such a complex and intriguing show. I laugh so hard, my tummy aches. They are so much fun. I highly (laughs) recommend them. Five stars by Fancy FX. Thank you, Fancy, for Thank that you, five Fancy. star review. We love it. Hi, Dad. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry,
2: Daddy.
5: Daddy Larry.
1: <laughs> Daddy Larry. <laughs> uh, our next iTunes review is from Mad Mimi sixty. Hey, Mad Mimi sixty. Just recently discovered the sisters and absolutely love them. They are just as big a fan of the shows as I am. Thank you, sisters. Mad Mimi sixty-five stars. Thank you, Mad Mimi, for that five-star review. Thank you, Mad Mimi. We're glad you're enjoying it. Yes, we are. Okay, our next one is from uh, Suzy M.W., maybe? Hey, Susie. These ladies offer a fantastic perspective on an amazing show. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. Ladies, you are the best. 5 stars. Susie M W. <laughs> thank you, Susie. Thank you for Susie. the five-star review. Love it. Thank you. And y'all need to write in a uh, regular email too. Yeah. So we can include you. Yeah. Okay. Just next... keep it short. Keep it moving. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, the next one is from Transit Chick. Oh, you're not done. No, I'm not done. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, it's me, Lydinia, or Lindinia from New York City. I have followed you through the True Blood and i am the Walking Dead. Cool. Love you, ladies. You do a great job. After hearing you rave about Game of Thrones, I gave it a try. I am hooked and love this show. Yep. I am halfway through season three and only started watching it a, a week ago. Wow. Damn! Woo! That's good! Marathon! <laughs> Soon I will be able to comment in real time to y'all. The reason you lose a star, well, you gave us five, is because I'm, I, the reason you lose a star is because I am using you as a backup for the show, and you didn't do season one. So out of, <laughs> so out of 10 stars, you only get nine, and iTunes will only let me give you five, so you luck out. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, there's five stars in here? Keep it up, ladies. I wish you could see me at work disagreeing or agreeing with y'all with my co-workers thinking I'm crazy. (laughs) Keep up the wonderful work and I will keep listening. By the way, if you're ever in New York City, let me know. I would love to buy y'all a drink. And with all your fans, you will be very drunk. <laughs> Transit Chick, five stars. Thank you, Transit Chick. Thank
5: you, Transit Chick. Oh, Thank you for that five-star review. That's and awesome. And we didn't do season one because we didn't know we were going to love it so much.
1: Yep, we didn't See, know. so
5: that's why. That's the only reason that we didn't do season one.
1: Nope. That's, yep, that's true. The mm-hmm. only reason. Okay, our next one is from Joey1957. <laughs> okay, hey, Joey. Or 1957. Sister Speak is the best podcast if 1. You want two super fans to run down the episode, and as true sisters, they have eyes in the back of their heads, so they are not missing a step along the way. <laughs> 2. You want some fun in your life, because sisters are going to drink, argue, curse, laugh, and drink through the entire possibly four-hour podcast. <laughs> yep! That's the truth. Ooh, yeah. 3. You will be in. Be a better informed watcher. Four, if you want to feel like you are with a family, listener feedback and taglines are welcome, and I wait for people to send in their thoughts. Five, if you don't listen, who cares? I'll <laughs> still be waiting for each episode. 20 stars, sisters. Joey, one, nine, five, seven, five stars. <laughs> Thank you, Joey, Thank for you, that 5 review. We appreciate
5: it so much. And uh, I would like to clarify one thing, Joey. I don't always drink through the whole episode because, you know, I, I, I run out sometimes <laughs> halfway through. So,
1: oh, thank you, Jelly. Okay, the next one is from Dornish Girl. Hey, Dornish Girl. If you only listen to one Game of Thrones podcast, make it this one. Best recaps, funny, and an awesome community of followers. Dornish Girl, five stars. Thank you for that five-star review. Thank you, Dornish Girl. Wow. And the last one is from EJ. Hey, EJ. EJ Rose. A great podcast with a different point of view from many others. They are bickering, wise, and always funny. Five <laughs> stars from EJ Rose. Thank you, EJ, for Thank that five-star review.
5: We don't really bicker. Yes, we do. We have disagreements.
1: Yeah. That's bickering. (laughs) They ain't done wrong, bickering. (laughs) Thank you for that five-star review, EJ. Thank you, EJ. (coughs) That was awesome. So that was all of the iTunes reviews we had. Wow,
5: that's a lot of iTunes reviews.
1: Okay, well, let's get to our feedback. And I'm going to start with the um, emails that came in late last week. Okay. The first one was from Anthony. Hey, Anthony. And... Uh, He says, hey, ladies, as I want to add my simple comments on this week's Game of Thrones to Joffrey the Purple. I won't go into all the speculations for who did it, but let's give Gleason a hand and happy goodbye for allowing the fans of Game of Thrones to hate a character more than any character in history. (laughs) Uh, Good luck to him. But then again, you have to love Joffrey um, for outdoing Joffrey to no end. I was hoping at some point Tywin would have interrupted Joffrey and get him back on track, but that never came. The second most hated person at the wedding was Cersei. The entire time Tyrion was being abused, she had a smile on her face. Yes, she did. Every scene she was in, it was her determination to piss off as many people as possible. At one point, I thought her and Joffrey were trying to outdo themselves. I need to take a list of the most hated people per season. My list as follows... Sarah Say Lannister, Ramsey Snow, Tywin Lannister, Shay, oh, Shay number four,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Peter Baelish, Jenna Slint, Melisandre, Walter Frey, Ruth Bolton, Picel, Gregor Clegane, Celice Sel- Baratheon, Stir, oh, the Thins of Stir, so his name is Stir, and Alistair Thorne, the Night Watch leader. Oh, that's his name, Alistair Thorne.
5: Thorne, okay.
1: By the end of the season, I'm making a bet. Cersei will still be at the top of the list, followed by Ramsey Snow, Melisandre, Shea, Ruth Bolton, and Peter Baelish. Good podcast, ladies, and pss, don't eat the pie. <laughs> P.S. Sister Jay, make sure you have a fitting wine selection for Joffrey, hmm. Anthony B.
5: Thank you, Anthony, Thank for you, that email. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, uh, some of those people are on my list, but Cersei's not the most hated for me, though. Probably at the top of my list would have to be Walter Frey and yes. Roost Bolton because they did that shit.
1: Yeah, Walter Frey and Ruth Bolton. Bolton.
5: But I'm not. I'm not that mad at Ramsey because Ramsey's just doing what he was told to do. No, he ain't. Oh, yes, he is. He
1: was not told to do all that. Oh, please. I'm just tired of them of seeing him do it. I don't. I want to see him die just because I don't want to see any more of that damn torture. <laughs> you know, that's the only reason. Hey. So thank you, Anthony, thank you, and Anthony. as you see, as you heard last week, that was a long ass podcast, and y'all was late, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: we didn't read it until this week. Okay. Okay, and the second one that came in last week was from Tammy. Hey, Tammy, and she says um, she was running late as hell with her thoughts and input. And hopes this reaches us in time, which it didn't. And then she said, P.S. Andreas is eager to know what you ladies think of his tagline. Ooh, we that! We loved it, Andreas. And then let me play her feedback. She sent us an audio file.
0: Okay, cool. Hey, sisters, it's Tammy. Um, this is my thoughts on the line in the rose. I hope this uh, message gets you guys in time. I was so distracted by Marjorie's giant-ass hair in the whole episode, During the whole wedding scene, I I think I I couldn't even, like, focus on on what my thoughts were going to be. Because I just kept thinking of her big, giant hair. Um, Yeah, and Cersei, she was evil. Evil. She was so much more of a bitch than she's ever been in the entire uh, episodes of Game of Thrones put together. And poor Tyrion. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I mean, he was just standing there looking all innocent. And she's like, seize him! And, of course, Joffrey bites the dust, finally. Um, Yeah, that was awful how Joffrey was treating Tyrion. So I was, everyone was glad when he he got poisoned. But um, that's, I don't really have much to say about the episode. I was so distracted because I was thinking of, I got to get back into The Walking Dead. I'm almost done with season, I guess it's season four. uh, The the last season, I'm not even like on the, the season finale. And I've been watching it even at night. Like, just with the lights out, watching it. Like, Andreas was asleep, and I'm, like, getting my phone out. Like, let me let me watch another episode. I'm so wrapped up in it. And I'm, I'm not as freaked out as I used to be. I guess I'm getting used to zombies. But, yeah. Um, and so Andreas was like, weren't you into the episode? And I'm like, I just, I couldn't get into it. I just, I don't know what it was. It just it wasn't riveting enough. Even though I knew Joffrey was dead and I should be excited. But I was like, yeah. What's going on with the Walking Dead? They're gonna go to Terminus. <laughs> so, um All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
5: So oh, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. Even though it
0: made it late. But uh <laughs> <laughs>
5: but I don't know why you were distracted with her hair. I loved her hair. I thought it was perfect wedding hair.
1: Cause when you get married, you do that updo shit. They did add a bunch of pieces to it. Well, of course. It, but, it, but that's what you do when you get married. I, I kind of liked her hair, too. I liked I all the too. curls. But um, she just wasn't feeling the whole show because she's too into Walking Dead right now. Oh. So well, that's hey, what she's saying. Hey, but that's a, you know, whatever. Well, you're almost done. Once you get past these last several episodes, you'll be all into Game of Thrones.
2: Thank yeah. You.
1: Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. Thank you, Tammy. Okay. So now for this week's emails. The first one is from Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Oh, long time no hear. <laughs> he says, okay, okay. GDU fans, four to five hour podcast is a little silly. When you leave a voicemail, put a clock in your head for one minute at most. Thank you. There are other fans who would like to hear your, their voice heard. Also, pick a subject from the show you really like and would like to speak on. Stick to that, and don't recover the entire show. Thank you! Sisters just got done doing that. Thank you! It's not my place on how long you speaks, but man, you gotta burn me as well as them out. Um, you're gonna burn me as well as them out. I got an idea. When someone goes longer than one minute, the lady should fire a shotgun sound and... And simply say, too, too long, sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to get something.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and start timing this shit. I love the fans and hearing from them a lot. Uh, hearing a lot from them, but it's the Sister Speaks podcast with fan interaction. Yes. Anthony. Thank B- you, Anthony. Anthony. B. Thank you, Anthony B., for giving
5: my read a backup read.
1: I like <laughs> it. Thank <laughs> okay. okay, you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Okay, our next email is from uh, Mary. Hey, Mary. I've read the books and I love listening to you ladies figure out what is coming next. Uh, when you get it right but are second guessing yourselves, I've been known to yell at my Kindle, no, no, you got it right the first time. <laughs> Mary. Thank, you, Mary, thank you, Mary. Thank you for not uh, giving no spoilers either. Yes, <laughs> since you're a book and reader, and that's so funny because obviously we're getting some ideas right, but <laughs> yeah. we don't know that. We, know right. we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mary. And that was so short and sweet. Oh, thank we love you. it. We appreciate it. Okay, our next email is from uh, Natural Nana. Hey, Natural Nana, just wanted to acknowledge that you were right, Sister K, when you read my email and. Episode 23. My nickname is because I have natural hair. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to next week's podcast, Natural Nana. Thank you, Natural Nana. Thank you, Natural Nana. And I am trying to do that, too. Well, I am doing yeah. natural hair, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's almost been two years, I think. hmm It looks so, really nice, too. Thank you.
5: thank you. It's getting long, too.
1: Well, I don't really know what to do with it, but I'm still doing it, so... <laughs> Okay, uh, thank you, Natural Nana. Thank you. We'll have to share some natural stories on Facebook <laughs> or something. Okay, our next email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, y'all. I'm trying to be succinct, so I'll get to it. Thank Let's you. Let's get started. All right. Number one. Did Jamie just rape Cersei in the tomb in yeah. front of his son's body? Yeah. I can't. So much for character development. <laughs> yep, you <he> sure <laughs> did. Number two. Free my homie Tyrion. Did you notice he asked about Shay before Sansa? Yep. Run, Podrick. Mm-hmm. Number three. I knew Littlefinger's skeevy self was up in the mix somewhere. See, I... ooh, ooh. See, and I'm I with you. I didn't think about it because he's so obsessed with started. her. He said. Um, he said they did exactly what he told them to. Yep. Who are the they. Mm-hmm. Four, sister Jay. I think we were right. Sir Dawn Tosa's necklace story was BS. Yep. And Lady Elena seemed like she was just fine. Yep. She sure did, didn't she? I
5: told you. She
1: had, hey, I bet she had something to do with it. I bet she in it. She might have. Number five. Jon Snow and his crows need to get it together.
2: Mm-hmm. Mance
1: Raider, the Thins, Locke, and Ramsey are coming. They ain't ready. They sure ain't. They sure ain't. That's right. I forgot about uh, Locke. Yeah, he, he's coming gonna behind them. Ramsey's not. He's going to the other place.
5: Uh, he's go- going to Moke Kalen. Yeah, Moke Kalen. That's where y'all is. Got, they
1: got three fools coming after them: the Thins, Mans, and that Lock dude. Yep. Number six, Tommen might end up being a mini Tywin, but he was drop. He was dropping knowledge, though. Wisdom is the most important trait for a king. Mm-hmm. Yep. See. I think Tywin's going to really like Tommen Uh way better than Joffrey.
5: Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, Number seven. New Dario did all right, but that scene would have been better with Buck. Wouldn't it, though? I know. I mean, because Buck had swagger. It would have been so much better with Buck with his little snaggled smile. Yeah. Um, Danny makes a great commander. Marine done effed up now. Next week, Dracaris. That's right. Probably. Number eight. Prince Oberyn is a freak, but we knew that already. <laughs> now he's made a deal with Tywin. I fear for his life. The Lannisters are double-crossers. Let us pray.
5: Well, they are, though. They are double-crossers. They crossers. are that, but, but I don't he's a master of poison, though. Thank no. you.
1: I don't think he. he's no pump.
5: Yeah, he not no punk.
1: So I think Oberyn's going to do all right. Mm-hmm. Number nine, how did I do? Just say no to long-ass emails. Until next time, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. And, uh, Andrea, that was long enough. Yeah, that was not, That was long enough. Not as long, but it's still But it was
5: long medium. enough, yeah. yeah. A
2: All medium.
1: Right. But thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne from NYC. Hi, sisters and friends. Okay, what a crazy twist, right? Freaking yep. Peter Baelish. I knew it. Nobody would ever suspect... I did. He wasn't even there. It's therefore the perfect planet. Now, sisters, don't go judging on me, but I have the biggest crush on Littlefinger.
2: Oh! <laughs> oh!
1: Yes, I accept my weirdness. It, it makes me special. <laughs> now that was quite the wise speech Papa Lion gave to his little cub. <laughs> Funny, because he ain't never tried schooling Joffrey. He sure didn't. Joffrey wouldn't let nobody try to school him, though. That's the problem. <laughs> so, Papa P... Oh, excuse me. So, Papa Lion is worried about badass Targaryen Mother of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch, you should be. Yep. Oh, Tyrion, what a crap day you are having. Everyone is against you except Sweet Pod. Looks like the Queen of Thorns ain't giving up the crown that quickly. Mm-mm. A big hug to adorable Shireen and Davos. I
5: know.
2: They
1: made me smile, but a swift kick ass for the naughty hound. He gets no love from me this week. I know! I know, that's right. Ah, Khaleesi, the biggest badass ever. She knows how to win love. She freaking catapults barrels with broken broken chains of her new freed subjects. Yep. What a powerful message. Yep. Damn, she can really lay that Valerian language, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, sisters, keeping it tight and short. So short, it's sounding like Morse code. (laughs) No, it's not. That's good. Oh, and if anyone gives you grief this week, just say, (laughs) Dovagedis na jot membatas. Unsullied, march forward, <laughs> Joanne from NYC. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. And thank
5: you for that medium, perfectly sized e- email. Perfectly
1: sized email. Email yes.
5: that was great, and you had some good good points. But Peter
1: Baelish, oh uh, hell no, no, no.
5: no I'm sorry. It. Now, I
1: did have a crush on Peter Dinklage. Oh hell no, but but you know. he too little. <laughs> Sister J, <Jay>, you're awful. <laughs> awful. Woo! Thank you, Joanne. Ah. And you know what? I'm excited to see Valer- um, Valerian spelled out. Yeah, she spelled it out with accents and everything. Oh yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Don't you rock
5: Joanne.
1: Woo! All right, our next email is from Nyambi. Hey, Nyambi. Naomi, now look. It uh, was... uh,
5: it, oh, that looked like it's long ass now. Come on. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, you didn't take the read last week? Mm. She might not have heard the read. Well, she did hear the read.
5: Yeah, she heard the read.
1: Hey sisters, y'all intro, y'all's intro last podcast was hilarious. See. Cause y'all were for real. Yeah. Sister J was reading, side eyeing and giving rainforest side shade. <laughs> Speaking of shade, dot dot dot. <laughs> Lord Baelish is shady as hell. Sansa annoys me because she seems to never learn anything from the hardships and shady behavior she's experienced. (laughs) Well, how is she supposed to learn? She got whisked away and now she's stuck on a boat.
2: Mm.
1: She can't learn nothing now. Lord Bajelis tells her everyone lies and then tells her she is is safe now. Yeah. And she still listens intently. Of course. Foolishly believing him. Well, she can't do nothing else, honestly. No, but
5: that's not her. She's a follower. That's what she is. She's a follower.
1: And she trusted... Um, the
5: other Now She's a follower. She believes anything anybody tell her. I th- Gullible.
1: I think we got an explanation from Lady Elena on why she participated in killing Joffrey. Yep. She slid a piece off of Sansa's necklace provided by Lord Baelish, we learned, after she, t- after she touched her hair. She clearly feels she saved her grandmother from being married to Joffrey as she points out the, little, the Lannister alliance is solid because both families need the alliance. Yep. Lady Elena stating Marjorie did good work with Joffrey And that her next marriage will be much easier Shows marriage is clearly a business for them
5: Exactly
1: Especially since she didn't speak highly of her own marriage I think she referred to her dead husband As a Pillsbury Doughboy She did Seems I should add a line on my business cards To reassure people when planning a wedding In the world of Game of Thrones Maybe who, uh, Those who arrive survive Would be appropriate for the upcoming purple wedding Of Brother Ray and Jazzy Oh, wait. Oh, Lord. No, that's Terminus and the Thins. Wrong direction. I'll think of something. Tyrion, or excuse me, Tywin wasted no time in counseling Tommen on how to be king. I found it interesting that Tywin didn't reference Robert Baratheon as Tommen's father when he discussed how Robert thought winning and ruling were the same thing. Just because he know he ain't. Yeah. Clearly he knows these are incest children and wanted Tommen to know that previous kings as well as his brother paid the price for not heeding advice. He showed in. Jamie and Cersei are just disgusting. I guess one positive was she said that it was wrong. Clearly, Jamie was not going to continue being denied. Cersei is just spiteful, but placing her anger in the wrong direction. Was this the first time they admitted out loud that Joffrey was their child? Well, to us. To, uh, I think so, yeah. I that, mean, to us it was. Saw. yeah. Looks like Arya might have added Walter Frey to her list. When the, while the hound was hungry and didn't see the point of being polite or to a walking dead man, Arya did tell him that he should have, sorry, Arya did tell him that he should have some money. That, that's true. Yeah. He took it. Sam was funny because all he heard was raper, raper, thief, raper, and he was like, oh, she got to go. Gilly is being naive if she thinks it's safe at Castle Black. Although, Castle Black is more comfy than the whorehouse in Molestown, I'm not sure if she would she won't get raped in the whorehouse. Yep. That broad with the bad teeth seemed like she wouldn't mind munching on Gilly's carpet. I know. <laughs> and she was awfully interested after she heard the baby daddy was dead. Yeah. Nayom now you know, that was a little much. <laughs> Davos has come up see Sister Jay didn't even catch it. Yeah, I Davos caught it. has come up with a bright idea. I'm tired of long ass email. Okay, uh, Davos has come up with a bright idea to ask the Bank of Bravos for money to fund Stannis' army. seems he should be concerned about their ability to pay that money back. As Lady Elena pointed out, the Iron Bank collects on their debts no matter what. We don't need an effing uh, recap. Hold on, we're almost done. Why would Prince Oprah need his girl when he's dealing with Tywin? Call my name, lover, if you need me. He seems very capable of handling himself. But I think she got his back. I think that's why she said that. Yeah. Just like the last man hired, Dario handled himself with the Marine champion and his dumb horse. That was a gangster move, as he definitely was breaking bad gangster, as my mom Pooh would say. Since Jay, I tried not to ramble and clearly provided my thoughts as instructed. If it's still too long, it's I too can, damn long. All I can do is smile and say I love you, Nyambi. Thank you, Nyambi. We love you too, but that's too damn long. <laughs> yeah.
5: Okay. Now, just like Anthony, Pete, and told y'all. We don't need an effing recap. Just take one or two things that you particularly either like or
1: don't like. And that's it. Move it. Move it. Move it.
5: <sighs> anyway.
1: I tried to read thank fast. You, thank you, Neomby. but you got caught. That was too long.
5: That was too damn long, thank girl. Thank you,
1: Naomi. And wait. Y'all can send us another voicemail. Not no 10 minutes. But not, yeah. They didn't send 10 minutes last
2: time. Mm. Anyway. Okay, thank
1: you, Neomby. Our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Bunny. Where you been? Good morning, Sister J and Sister K. I will send in my tagline, and I hope Tim does the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tim. Well, after last night's episode, I felt as if I should have sex with anyone, anywhere. <laughs> I, 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 at a funeral, on the casket would be nice, or at a brothel with a few other people and less talking oh, and more no. action. Or my favorite, laying in the sand at Marine. Mm. I have changed my mind about the new Dario. He was hot.
5: Mm. Ugh. No. No. I mean, his actions were good.
1: Kissed but... his knife, pulled out his Sith, and then pulled out his weapon. Hot, hot, hot. I really enjoyed seeing him in action. Can you tell, Sansa? What can I say? If we substitute a close pin. In the actress's place, we would have the same effect. I think so. Littlefinger is up to no, no good. We found out that uh, what a good liar Arya is. You're <laughs> a liar. She is. She thought that lie up quick. Quick. Love the scenes with Davos and Stannis and, Stav- and, and Davos with Shireen. I do hope the Red Witch does not want to sacrifice her little self. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. The cannibals are scary shit. Do not watch The Walking Dead because of this. And now here it is in my face.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: okay. You done got it now. You got caught. Danny gave a wonderful speech. I wanted to jump into the TV and join her myself. <laughs> I imagine the barrels were filled with the neck braces of all that she freed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I will end with giving proper props to the actor Charles Dance. He is a great actor and I truly believe he is Tywin and a great manipulator. Oh, yeah. Well, sisters, as usual, cannot wait for the podcast and your views. As always, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny.
5: And you know what? I agree with you about the actor playing Tywin. He plays the fool out of that part, and I love that actor. Though he he just looks regal, don't he? And he just acts it, and he just he just I mean, he is playing that character really well because when he enters a room, it's like. He commands the room, yeah. and you feel he has foreboding, you know, he like, has, uh-oh, what yes. are you going to do now? He
1: has presence. Yeah,
5: he does have presence. So. Okay,
1: so Bunny also left us a her tagline, so let me play that now, too.
2: Okay.
6: Hey, 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 Sister J, Sister K, and the Sister Speak family. Uh, this is Bunny from New York. I would like to dedicate my tagline to Sister K. A girl gives a man his own name. A girl lacks honor. If I do this thing, a girl must obey. Take care.
5: Bye bye. Oh, Bunny, thank you for that tagline. Thank we you, Bunny. We love it. We love hearing your voice too, yes. Bunny. Yes. We, we just love it. But yeah, that was definitely for Sister K. I
1: love that. <laughs> <High five. laughs> I oh, love it. That Hell was great. Back to Jack and Hadar. Uh,
5: oh, yeah. We caught that.
1: Okay. I <laughs> Thank you, funny Thank buddy. you, buddy. And we will play that at the end, and then next week we'll put it on the front. Yep. All right. Our next email is from, looks like it's from Judy. Hey, Judy. Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak family. Some thoughts on this last episode of Game of Dim Thrones. Yep. I have a love hate relationship with Tywin. He's just an awesome actor. Grandpa Tywin didn't take any time putting those puppet strings on little Tommen. I know. And finds a way to make an ally ally of Prince Oberlin. Mm-hmm. I still don't it's Oberyn, yeah, Oberyn. Mm-hmm. I still don't put it past him to have orchestrated this whole thing and set Tyrion up to take the fall. Just could when be. see that's what I'm wondering. It could be. Just when we thought Jamie had some redeeming qualities. Nasty, nasty, nasty I nasty. know it! That scene was just wrong. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was
2: nasty. Littlefinger
1: didn't see that one coming. Or wait, sorry, Littlefinger did not see that one coming. Seems like something he'd be involved in. Mm-hmm. Has his voice always been so creepy? No. Or he seems... Oh, he seems like a child molester looking for a Caplan <laughs> Stark replacement. Yuck. I know. Danny makes a good speech and knows how to make an entrance. Well, that's all. Trying to keep it short. Long live King. <laughs> Long live King Common. Judy from Round Rock, Texas. Thank you, Judy, for that. Thank you, you Judy. A uh, uh, very appropriate length email. Thank you. And you know what? I I was thinking that um, Baelish's voice was kind of creepy, too. But well, I think it was because he was trying to
5: whisper. He was whispering because, uh, as he already pointed out, the the water carries sound. Yeah. So he didn't want to be, you know, heard or anything.
1: Yeah. In case
5: some other ships is.
1: He was is, a little creepy. Yeah. And I'm. He's worried. creepy anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just creepy. I am worried for Sansa. But men. yeah, he's like. He's been
5: obsessed with her since he first saw her at King's Landing, though.
1: Well, because he couldn't have Catelyn. He's been obsessed with Catelyn forever. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. Okay. Our next email is from Texas Lutis. Hey, Texas Lutis. Hi, sisters. Why come you said you weren't going to have any more five-hour podcasts, and here we are with two five-hour podcasts in a row. I know it. Oh, my goodness. I think you need to think of something to keep the podcast two to three hours tops. You're doing a great job. Talk to y'all later, Texas Lutus Thank you, Texas Ludus. Thank you, Texas Ludus.
5: I think we just gonna have to cut it off at like two hours. And,
1: yeah, we're trying and cut it. Period. <clears throat> we're trying to keep it low. We'll see how we do today.
5: Well, I think I think when you're editing <coughs> it, you just cut it off at two.
1: It's hard. You can't just cut it off. Hey, I <laughs> cut them
5: off. Y'all oh. ought to be glad I ain't editing this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whole bunch of y'all be cut out. We're going to have to have a little timer somehow, and then mm-hmm. have some kind of horn or something that we blow, because, mm-hmm. yeah, if it gets too long. Okay, our, thank you, Texas Lutus. Thank you, Texas Lutus. Our next email is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. From uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, Tammy. Hey, sisters. I sent in my thoughts on the last episode too late. We played it already, though. Too, yeah. And missed out on getting in on the last podcast, since Andreas and I tend to get competitive with each other, sports, <laughs> running, and everything. When he discovered that he got on the last podcast and I didn't, (laughs) his gloating was insufferable. (laughs) Go ahead, Andreas. Go ahead, Andreas. He could barely contain his, conceal his smug smile while trying to fake console me on my lateness. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So I'm submitting my feedback the next day after the episode instead of waiting. Because <laughs> you act like you all brand new. <laughs> In my rush to get this email out, I'll probably li- uh, will leave out a bunch of important stuff. But here it goes. No Shay, no Theon, no bug-eyed, no fucking bug-eyed, crazy Ramsey. Now I know why I like this episode better than the last one.
2: <laughs> what the
1: hell, Jamie? Shagging your feebly protesting sister inches away from your dead child. I know. If it if it was supposed to come across as a rape, that's not how it seemed to me, because it seemed more like Cer- it seemed more that Cersei did want to, but didn't want to risk getting caught. Exactly. You see, that's what I'm saying. I didn't think so. Well, but she was clutching him too. No. Anyway, anyway
5: that's he- a, a difference of opinion. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, yes. I love how Tywin was already schooling Tommen on how to be king before Joffrey's. Body was even cold in the ground. No one in Joffrey's family even cared that he was dead except for his crazy mama. Now that's mm-hmm. sad. <laughs> I fucking, that's what you get for being mean and crazy. Yeah. I fucking hate the wildlings. I hate looking at Grit. I know it. I'm disgusted and terrified by the man-eating thins. I'm sick of them all and want them to get off my screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this the last we'll see of Podrick? Why is it every time I start to think a male character is cute hands and they have to go away? <laughs> Tell me about it, Tammy. That's what I said. Mm. Which means that Oberon will probably stick around forever, because apparently I'm one of the few who don't find him attractive.
2: Oh. Oh, he
1: is cute. He's cute. He's a good character, but I do not find him cute. As Bunny wrote in her last email, he looks toothless. Oh, what? no, he doesn't. What? Hmm. What? Sam, a brothel was the best place you could think of for safety. I'm worried for Gilly and baby Sam. Big Sam is a dumbass for thinking that pit of despair and squalor was a better place than Castle Black. He is a dumbass and a
5: useless dumbass.
1: I mean, I know he's worried for her safety with, with all those men around the wall, but how is a brothel any better? Mm-hmm. Cue obligatory shout. Sam is useless from Sister Jane. Thank you! <laughs> Fucking little finger. Sansa has now jumped out of the frying pan and into the fire. I'm tired of her helpless ass. I understood, <laughs> I understand this is who she is and she's gentle and shit, but get it together, honey. Arya is younger and has less experience than her sister because of her age, but she still was wiser from Jump Street about what an ass Joffrey was. Sansa never mm-hmm. gets it. You know what? I think that's why she is so annoying because we
5: are into what? Season five and, you know. Just kill her off or something. Then
1: um, this is season four.
5: Oh, excuse me, season four.
1: Yeah,
5: I mean, but you know, do something with her, something because it it it's getting old. It's getting old. She's just clueless,
1: y'all. If y'all was in Kingsland, y'all's ass would be oh, just no. like her. I'd be dead. Yes. Anyway, damn, Littlefinger was behind that necklace plant, and is probably in cahoots with Lady Elena. Yep. And could he be even more creepy? Too close talking with Sansa. Like, what the hell, Bailey? Keep your step your ass back a bit. <laughs> and what the hell was up with his voice? He was almost like a villainous cartoon version of his own character. But I think he was just trying not to make noise. I think noise. he was whispering, but he was close too, mm-hmm. too close talking. All that was missing was him twirling his mustache. Sir Davos' knee to move his lips, Sir Davos's knee to move his lips while reading was adorable. <laughs> and little Shireen saying, Cud, niggit. <laughs> <laughs> keep studying davos oh lord have mercy okay Tammy, this is getting fucking long fake buck is a loser that poor horse and did you guys catch how when danny was laying her slave freeing plans out to the city of marine a few of the people were giving their slaves a side eye yeah and (laughs) yeah yeah and some were actually trying to hustle them away oh yeah like come along you don't need to hear any of this nonsense don't get any ideas now well, we'll see how easy it may be or may not be to liberate the city, Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. And last of all, Robert from the Bay. I guess I got you in trouble, sisters, yeah. <laughs> sister. Sisters, it was all my fault. He left such a long ass voicemail. Mm, no, it wasn't. I flattered him about his voice, and it went right to his head. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> I don't care. Robert keeps sending in those long ass voicemails. No, don't listen to Sister J. Mm. If she tries to stop you, I'll just have to hire Jackie to help me wrestle her to the ground (laughs) Can you finish talking. (laughs) Oh, Tammy. Now, you know, with your long-ass email, you did not.
5: Oh, hell no.
1: And look here. I did our podcast family a favor in getting a free ophthalmology consultation.
5: Oh, hell no. So, thanks
1: for that, Robert. That's very generous and caring. Mm. In closing, I have to share your podcast evolution finds I've discovered over the years. Since I'm addicted to your podcast, I can only laugh as I listen to the very early ones when you used to enthusiastically greet each long email and ask for more. Because now, I can't help but notice that as the years go on in your podcasting career, there is an, an increasing but hilarious amount of arguing, cussing, and other gems, such as Sister J. who get to it, girl. <laughs> Sister J telling Sister K to hurry up and get her thoughts out. You're so ignorant. Often spoken by... <laughs> so true though she says i'm oh the next one is i'm old school you young folks need to read a damn book spoken by guess who sister j i'm trying to tell you how i feel about the scene let me talk Hold thanks for that long ass email i'm done with this conversation spoken by sister j during a particularly difficult and rather short true blood podcast gd <laughs> and oldie but goodies like Sister J, stop saying that. Sister J, stop. And many more. <laughs> like all fun and lively families, our podcast family is a beautiful mess. I love them and I'm happy to be included. Tammy. P.S. With all the... Oh, t- she
2: got a damn P.S.
1: Yes, Tammy. Now, this is too long, Tammy. Mm. P.S. With all the Tammies coming out of the woodwork, I, heart, I hereby claim the title of the number one Tammy, or T1 for short. T1? <laughs> That's cute. Oh, Tammy, T1... That was too long. That was a long ass but email. thank you for the memories. But thank, that
5: was funny. And thank you for the feedback. But you're going to you gonna have to cut it, girl, and get with it.
1: Cut it down, Tammy t Cut it down. Cut it down. And hi, Andreas. Hey, Andreas. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hi, sisters. <laughs> Line of last episode of a Sister Speak podcast. Sister J., Y'all taking advantage of my generosity and my attention span. Y'all culprits know who you are. Don't let me have to get ugly up in here. Being one of the founding fathers of the long-ass emails, yes. I felt some sort of way about y'all reads, Sister J. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, hell no. I go back to your nano, nano rhymo motherfucking days, Sister J, back when the True Blood podcasts were about 45 minutes long, when you had no listener feedback. My pedigree is a long and distinguished one when it comes to, to a sister to speak podcast, just so the listeners know why I feel like I can take the liberties of familial communication when I do from time to time. Oh, hell no! <laughs> oh, hell no! Wait a minute! Now, Myron is correct. He is one of our original... But long, it just,
2: is, oh, but that don't
5: mean that you can take advantage and send a long-ass voicemail or email. Oh,
1: hell no! This ain't the Myron Podcast. Well, we will give him a, a, a little... He'll let him have his distinguished, honorable mention. And I know you ain't trying to read me. He says, what I want to know... <laughs> he says, read this paragraph without taking any breaths, okay? What I want to know is... Is this a Game of Thrones podcast or a wine tasting, reciting the color purple, comparing, tagline recording, I love your voice listening, damn dating network inspiring show?
2: <laughs> Woo!
1: I want a Game of Dem Thrones podcast, and that's it. Laugh out loud. Just joking, but not really. I am saying, though, I had to listen to almost three and a half hours of feedback before you got to mine. Yeah, Sissy- exactly. Because <laughs> everybody else feel like you do. Sissy K. how about ordering the emails by seniority? My <laughs> she can't emails do that. With, I, don't, I can't do that. My emails would then be amongst the first to be read. Just joking again, but not really
2: a couple of ideas though
1: sisters, to keep your podcast manageable number one, sister K, don't read multiple emails by the same person sister J, stop being so damn contentious and shit with sister K (laughs) oh shut the fuck up (laughs) shut up baby number three stop playing and asking for voicemails and taglines how many do you really need in a season number four stop reciting the color purple (laughs) (laughs) Myron, Woo! till you do right by me, are you ever you think about going to fail? <laughs> 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 Woo! Where's well, we? Sealy? She's in, in the shade, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and wait, we could do a musical. <laughs> sister... You've been on my mind. (laughs) Oh, sister. What you ever care? Okay, that's enough. (laughs) See, Myron started it. Talk Mm -hmm. about don't do it. Okay, okay. he says, now on to the third episode of A Game of
2: Thrones.
1: (sighs) Cersei wasn't so busy. Oh, you mean he just said all that shit and he ain't even got to his comments No, but his his comments are short.
2: Mm, Okay, number
1: one, if Cersei wasn't so busy fucking her first cousin, remember that shit? Lancel, yep. then maybe she would have been more willing to have sex with Jamie. Just saying. Yep. No, that wasn't sex. That was rape. Number two. That's true,
5: because he was Arya a boy. Arya
1: Stark is the smartest Stark of them all. She sure is. Number three. If I see St. Bar- Baratheon's chessboard one more time, I, w- I will wish I was reek. Why? Why? What do you mean, chessboard? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Number four. sisters. Well, you bet Tywin is trying to get rid of Oberyn by offering to arrange a meet with the mountain. I don't well, think, so. I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think think I don't think uh, so.
5: I don't think he wants to get rid of Oberyn. He wants not Oberyn's yet. help because he knows Danny's coming with three dragons. Yep.
1: I think, yep.
5: So, you know.
1: I don't think he has any thoughts of making no. the No. He's though. trying to make him yeah. an ally. Because the mountain is off somewhere. He's not even in King's Landing exactly. exactly. somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Number five. I no longer have sympathy for the wildlings, but that was the point, wasn't it? Yeah. I know. See, uh, I think yep. that was the point. I
5: think, uh, yeah, uh, I think, like Sister Kay said, yeah, that's the first that time the we point. saw yep. why
1: they call them
5: wildlings. And
1: why, yeah, why they always scared them and shit. Yep. Number six, good move, Danny, by Myron. P.S., I time all of my emails. I read them out loud to find out just how long they would take for you to read them. I am not trying to take more time than necessary in order for me to successfully entertain the sisters and your listeners. Have a nice day, Myron. <laughs> Myron, that was too that was the last straw.
5: First of all, Myron, okay. All right. Let's get to it. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate that you were with us from the beginning. Right. But you know what? Like I repeat, keep the shit short and moving. Just because you were a- not the only person that has been with us from the very beginning when we were Sisters Entertainment Review. You know what I'm saying?
1: You don't get no special we, shit for that. We love you, but y'all got to keep it short. Okay, we're going to keep it moving too. Yeah. We're doing good. Y'all actually are doing good. Y'all are shorter than normal. Well, let's hope so because I don't want to keep reading them. <sighs> okay, I'm going. I'm going on. Okay, our next email is from Laney. Hey, Lainey. Greetings, Sister J and Sister K. I recently began viewing Game of Thrones while recovering from surgery. Ooh. Shortly after discovering this great series, I discovered you. What a joy you bring! I know I popped a couple of stitches listening to you two <gasps> ladies Uh-oh. provide humor-filled and witty insights into this show. Ooh, that don't sound. Oh
5: enough. well,
1: we don't want to make you pop those stitches. I know. I listen to all of your podcasts and I, as I watch seasons one through three, you're smart and sassy and defy categorization.
2: Cat, oh, Thank
1: you. Love it. Okay. I'm going to call it quits before this becomes a long email. That's right. Thanks for getting me through a tough time as I anxiously await another installment. P.S. I've attached a voice intro. Oh, and did you catch Davos making that? Nigga comment this week. (laughs) That was actually Yeah, Lainey from the ATL. Thank you, Lainey from Atlanta. Okay. Thank you, Lainey, and let's play her headline.
5: This is Lainey from the ATL. Sister's
1: Fake Podcast Game of Thrones is about to be on.
5: Don't get red. The cars, motherfuckers.
1: Oh Larry, thank you for that tagline. Yes, thank you, Larry, for the tagline. And your intro. We love it. We'll play it on the um at the end. And we hope you're recuperating fine. Yeah, hopefully you're all recovered. Yep. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, our next um email is from Tammy. Hey Tammy. Uh T three. This T3. is Tammy from Colorado. T three. She's like, hello, sisters, please see. My attached tagline, and be well. Tammy T3 from Colorado. Okay. So let me play that now. All right.
0: Hello, sisters. This is T3 from Colorado. And in the words of Lord Baelish, we're all liars here. Thank you,
1: Tammy, for that tagline. Thank you, T3. That Thank was you, a great T3 tagline. And short and sweet email. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you. Okay, and we have another voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, Sister J,
6: Sister K, this is Danielle from in California. I want to do my
5: tagline.
6: Just look at the flowers, Joffrey. Look at the flowers.
5: <laughs> Bye. Oh, thank you, Danielle, for that tagline. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, yeah, uh, he <laughs> should have, he should have looked at the flowers. <laughs> uh... But it st- probably still would have been the same outcome, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think you would have been got. You would have got. Anyway, thank you, though. Thank you, Danielle. Love it. Okay, our next uh, feedback is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. <clears throat> hey, sisters. Hope y'all are doing well. Yep. In order to save Sister K's throat, here's an audio file. I tried to keep it short, but there's always so much going on. Sorry, Sister J. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I was was trying to keep it short so it doesn't take us two days to listen to the whole podcast. Mm -hmm. But seriously, the time and work y'all put into these podcasts is phenomenal and greatly appreciated. You guys are too fabulous for words. Thank you so much. Uh, And so let me go ahead and play this now. Okay. Thanks, Shalita. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly.
4: Here's my feedback for that crazy behind episode of Game of Thrones. Hopefully it's not too long. I, I totally agree with Joy's theory about Jon Snow's parentage. I think that he's the child of um, whatever Targaryen that was that took Ned's sister. So that he's a Stark and a Targaryen. And um, Cersei had talked to Clyburn about something. So it could have been a miss, you know, for, you know to make sure she could no longer have children. Or she could have got poisoned to keep, like, I think she said to keep Joffrey from performing on his wedding night. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, on to the episode. I'm just going to get this out the way first as I'm sure you guys are aware of that scene between Cersei and Jamie and this, the crypt or whatever with, next to Joffrey's dead body where she clearly said no and Jamie pressed forward so therefore rape apparently according to a lot of websites the book has portrays that scene a little differently but um, she said no he kept going and, and I've Feel horrible about like you know it's like I hate Cersei so much that I just I don't know how to feel about that scene. But he if she says no, he should stop. But I hate to say she brought it on herself because she kept treating him like dirt since he's been back. So like, all that pent up frustration and whatnot. And I feel horrible for even saying that. <laughs> but um it shouldn't have happened or it shouldn't have happened like that. And um, that's all I'm going to say. It was it was not pretty. It was very raw and we'll see what this does to their relationship now okay next um Castle Black is a mess and those wildlings and all of that stuff that's a doggone mess and Grit is out for blood she's just killing people left and right and, and them thins are eating folk, so ew and Sam I love Sam but Sam I don't know if she's going to be any safer in the whorehouse than she is at Castle Black that just that ain't a good place okay Next is Tywin and Tommen. Here's my theory now. Maybe Tywin killed Joffrey so that Tommen could be king. And Tommen is clearly more easily led around than Joffrey was. And did you see Cersei's look when her father started talking about Joffrey, you know, and then led Tommen away? It was like she was watching any influence she even had walk right out the door. Okay. Okay other theories on um joffrey's death still could have been lady olenna same reason that she knew she didn't want marjorie to have to deal crazy behind joffrey but maybe she knew the, uh, the younger brother would be a lot more controllable there's also Littlefinger. who saw that coming well y'all did say y'all fought something was somebody was behind that um serdanto's it was Littlefinger who killed the poor dude that sucked but um Lord only knows what he's going to do with Sansa. So like, don't trust that man, girl. He's been trying to get in your mom's pants for years, and now he's trying to get into yours. Okay. let will see Arya and the Hound. They're so funny. They're so funny. <laughs> we'll see how this, this road trip continues. And then um, the Martells. Wow, that was a lot going on in that scene. Everybody was getting it in. And Tyron comes in. He's like, you want to have a seat? And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> Now, I still, I don't feel Tywin is a rapist and would be one that would be okay with that. So, it's hard to say whether or not he knew ahead of time what the Mountain was doing. Or he probably assumed, but didn't do anything to stop him. I don't know, but I sense a battle coming between um, Oberyn and the Hound, ham- I mean, excuse me, the Mountain. And that should be interesting. Um, also, poor, my poor Tyrion. Poor baby, he... He knows he's innocent, and he. And that scene with him and Pod, oh, that was so sweet, and Pod's trying to stick by him, he's like, "Terrence, like, no, save yourself, boy, save yourself. Okay, um, let's see, um, <sighs> whoever said that Stannis' scenes are the same all the time, I totally co-sign on that, I totally co-sign on that, you are so right, that is so boring, and it's the same stuff over and over again. Only highlights are, um, Davos and Shereen, who should just really run away from that crazy place. And I'm pretty sure Davos let Gendry go. I don't think he's still in the in the um, prison or anything in the in the jail the dungeons, what have you. And the last thing is um, Danny and Marine. I know y'all don't like new da- um, Dario. He's cute, but you know I don't. I didn't feel anything for the previous Dario. I don't really feel anything for this Dario other than that, I think he's cuter. But eh, Danny keeps going around freeing people. That was a good touch with the the broken um, chains. You know. Catapulted into the um, place, so you know those people are going to kill those slave, those slave owners and stuff. They're going to, they're going to die horribly, probably. And um, that's all I can think of for now. Um, thank you for putting out this fabulous podcast. Hopefully, this will not put y'all to a five-hour one again. Okay, thanks and have a good day.
5: Oh, thank you, Shalita, for that, that long ass, ass voicemail. voicemail.
1: Shalita, ah, but. You had some good points. Okay, now I do. First of all, wait a minute. (laughs) First of all, that motherfucking new Dario is not cuter than Snaggy. No, he is not. Oh, he is not, Marmy. He's he's got too much facial damage. He don't hair. have no swag. He's not, yeah, he don't have no nothing. No swag. You know I, You know when I was watching that scene, I was picturing Snaggy doing it. And he would like he would he'd turn be around. Swaggering. Yeah, he would turn around and give Danny this little sexy look real quick. Yeah. And then he'd go, Okay, I'm ready for you, fool. Throw the knife, cut that dude's head off and be and turn around and go, Okay, what, what we doing next? Yeah, or something. something. This
5: one don't have no swag. No. Okay. Let me just say a couple of things about the crypt scene. From my point of view, like I pointed out, I don't consider it rape. Yes, Cersei said no at the time. But the reason why I don't consider it rape, and that is because she was kissing on him before. And then she pushes him away and just looks at him. And it was like, this is what I think Jamie thought. It was like, nope. She was, (laughs) hey, this is my opinion. This is my opinion, but anyway, for me that 's what it was. Number two, I read an uh, uh, an interview by George R. R. Martin, and he said that he was really surprised that so many people on the internet was uh, you know upset about oh the rape scene, the rape scene he said, well, first of all, in the books, he said that the whole time frame takes place later and that it was not a rape scene because Cersei wanted him as much as he wanted her because this scene happened in the books when Jamie first came back and and they found out that his hand was, you know, cut, uh, cut off and all that stuff because he'd been gone so long so that's what he said
1: Basically, he didn't write it that way. The movie pe- or the TV people changed it around. Get well, they it.
5: changed the time frame around.
1: Well, we get it, but it was still rape. She well. said no. He, he went on. Whatever. Anyway. So, what was her second point? That was the second point. Oh, oh.
5: The George R- what okay, he said well, about it.
1: Shalita also says um, in her email um, P.S. Did y'all see the new True Blood teaser? Yep. Still no Eric, but at least there was some la la this time. That's true, but it was real quick. But you
5: yeah, know, quick. the first
1: thing I thought was, Where F is Eric? <laughs> that's what I thought when I, think I saw it. They're faking us out. They're not, they're being smart for once. And they're not showing a cliffhanger of, We don't know where he is. So let's not show him in the promo. Yeah, that's too good. You know, <laughs> they, these shows do that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, apparently they're not dead now. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So thank you, Shalina. Well, thank you, Shalita. And um, next week, a little Shota. <laughs> a little Shota, Shalita. Okay, our next email is from Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Holy shiznit. All the <laughs> finger pointing at the wedding guest. And of course, it was Little Finger at the center of Je- Joffrey's poisoning. Mm-hmm. It makes sense when you think about it. Tywin had the throat slit of the woman he loved his whole life. And he's had his eye on Sansa for a while.
5: You know, that's a good point. Yep. Because Tywin was in on that red wedding shit.
1: Killing Joffrey avenges C- Catelyn's death and gets rid of Tyrion so Sansa is available again. I've given up trying to figure out who did what and who knew what. I'll just have to watch and find out. <laughs> yeah. Jamie and Cersei? Disgusting. I know. Any good will I built up for Jamie went out the window when he decided to force himself on his sister at the foot of his dead son's um, body. That is true. No, just no. My favorite pairing this week goes to Davos and Shireen. Mm -hmm. They are fun to watch, and I love how he speaks to her as a peer and not a child. I know. Still love Arya and the Hound. It's interesting to watch how each of them are shaping the personality of the other. Mm -hmm. Sam, Mole Town is safer for Gilly than with you at Castle Black? Really? You may have a lot of book learning, but you are a social idiot. He is an idiot. Yep. Either place is dangerous, so just, yeah. you know, either place is not But good. at least he can and
5: halfway take care of her, and he knows Jon Snow, and there's some other ones there yeah. that are not like that, the yeah. rapists and, and stuff, right. and, and they would help him too, so, yeah, yeah that's a bad move.
1: Sister J, I don't know about you, but Dario 2.0 won a whole sheep pan full of brownie points for me with <laughs> that badass kill. Now, like I said, his actions no. did help, but... Lots of swag instead of smarm this time mm, around. No, I no. dug
0: it. N-
1: well, I don't see no swag. I, I like what he did, but he lacked the swag of the Yeah, me too. Yeah. I didn't have a chance to write down my Sister J quotes of the week this time, so instead, we'll offer you both my adult beverage of choice as the weather gets warmer and Game of Thrones gets more intense. Leslie's Burbo Rita. Who? Burbo Rita. I
5: hope it ain't beer and. In back. Uh,
1: two ounces of frozen limeade concentrate undiluted two ounces of bourbon and six ounces of club soda oh, add all that to a tall glass stir well to dissolve the limeade Add ice delicious and dangerous also soothing on the throat for a five plus hour podcast Valar. <laughs> and then she goes hiccup golas. <laughs> group hugs for the sisters and all of their fans leslie and tulsa Thank
5: you, Leslie.
1: Thank and you, Tosa. Leslie.
5: And uh, I'm
1: scared of you, girl. You knocking
5: back that bourbon?
1: Woo! <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> I can't even dare it. I don't think I've even. I don't think I've even tasted bourbon. So but know. Uh, but
5: now I might try that little recipe with some vodka in it. That Ooh. sounds kind of good.
1: Ooh, y'all. Yeah. I don't know about y'all because I like
5: a bloody mary. I'm now, scared of so. both of
1: y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Kareen. Hey, Kareen. Hey, ladies. Just wanted to clear something up. Okay. Y'all were talking about where Bran was heading off to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bran is not headed toward Castle Black. He is now beyond the wall. Remember last season? Yeah, we knew he was beyond oh, the yeah. wall. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I didn't know if he's coming back south or Castle what? Black or if he's keeping on going north. She says, remember last season when Bran and company met up with Sam and his boothang? Sam was trying to convince Bran to come with him to Castle Black, but Bran turned him down. Bran, for whatever reason, believes there is something <coughs> he has to do in the north beyond the wall. Particularly, find the three eyed crow from his visions. Meet me by the tree. Also, who is really playing the Game of Thrones? Peter Baelish.
5: Littlefinger. Yes.
1: All day. Yes. Even from far away, he is manipulating things in Westeros. Yes. He is creepy, though, whispering all up in Sansa's ear. <laughs> but, y'all, I think it's because he, he didn't want his, his voice to carry, because he'd already told yeah. Dabba. he was too close, Yeah, he was. And how about Daddy Lannister straight dissing Joffrey in front of his mama? I know. His body is still warm. He is right, though. Joffrey was a horrible king. Horrible. Maybe Tommen will be better. At the end of the day, we might not like Tywin, but he is wise and understands how to keep his family in power. He do, And yeah, the sibling rape scene was weird. So I guess, um, I, so I guess not, you didn't get me mixed up with Special K. She says, feel free to call me K-Tizzle or KT." K
5: <laughs> K-Tizzle. <Kay> <laughs>
1: I like that. All right, sisters, there is my contribution. Um... Might leave a sound bite, but five minute intros might be a bit too much. I just skip through them. Ooh. Kareem or KTK Tizzle, KTK Tizzle. I like the K Tizzle though. K Tizzle, you don't like our intros? I think they're cool. Oh, I love the intros. That's well, the part I do like. I will say though, if our intros get to be five minutes long, we might just throw them on the end. Or something because that is a long intro, but I kind of like him. I like it. It's the not intros. five minutes. Yeah, it's only like two minutes. Yeah,
5: Nine and minutes. plus I like hearing all those voices I do too. I do and too. that little baby boy Orlando.
1: Orlando is so oh,
5: cute. Oh, he is so precious. You so gotta keep that in there. So cute.
1: Thank you, KT. Kate Thank Tizzle. You. Thank you, Kate Tizzle. I like that, Kate Tizzle. Okay, our next email is from Erin. Um, hey, Erin. Hey, Sister J and Sister K and the Sister Speak family. I'm not about to waste time and get read by the sisters, so let's get started. <laughs> okay, now, <Nian>. Aaron. <laughs> Oberon finally got that shirt off, but you can barely see anything. I know. Bailey, should stand in pimp. You cute and all, but you're not me. You're not for me. Mm-mm. Could you please move so I can see what the Prince Adorn is working with? <laughs> you know what? I, now, now, I agree, because, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sister. I was looking, to. Sorry, Sister K, but Sister J is right. Sam is useless. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. Did you hear Danny basically say, Grey worm, uh, worm, Sir Old Man, Jora, the friend-zoned, you're all too valuable to me to fight. Yep. Now get on with it, new Dario. <laughs> yeah, that was cold-blooded. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, well, if he does, if he wins or if he don't, I don't care as long as the whole city is watching. Yeah, that's what she said. That was a good kill, though. Dario is growing on me.
5: He's not grown on me yet.
1: As far as murderous theories go, I don't think Tywin was involved with Joffrey's death. Remember, he said he didn't kill um, he didn't kill Tyrion, Tyrion, even though he thought about it because he was a Lannister. That Joffrey, is a good
5: point, though.
1: Joffrey was a double Lannister, so you know he was safe.
2: <laughs> Ooh,
1: Ooh! little finger is back. Not going to lie, I kind of missed his creepy self. Oh, hell no. Jumping back to season two, Baelish was the one who set up the alliance with House Tyrell and House Lannister.
5: He's the one that effed over Ned Stark, too. Well, Mm -hmm. do you
1: think he was playing Joffrey's death all along? Could be. And I knew it would look bad if Sansa left. That girl has got to stop following people. Ain't that the truth? Is she going to get caught up in a I told you not to trust me scenario like her daddy did? Mm-hmm. To quote the fabulous Lafayette Reynolds of Bonton, Louisiana, how am I supposed to deal with this fucked upness? <laughs> <laughs> it sure as hell looked like Jamie raped Cersei next to Joffrey's dead body. Yep. Then I read that it wasn't like that in the books, and yep. the writers thought this. The director thought that and now we have to figure out what just happened. Yeah. That's an awfully big character change for Jamie, who spent most of his time on the show trying to redeem himself. Yeah. Again, how am I supposed to deal with this fucked upness? That's right. Like it wasn't crazy before. It just seems like HBO loves throwing in gratuitous nonsense, <laughs> shaking my head. Those are my thoughts for now. Hope it wasn't long ass Aaron. It was kinda long ass, Aaron. <laughs> Thank oh, you, no. Aaron, Thank for you that Aaron. Uh, feedback. And
5: you know what, Aaron, I agree with you too, though, uh, because when you when you hear what the writer says, you hear what the many of the fans say, and you hear what the director says and stuff. I mean, you know, people are going to see that crypt scene like they want to see the crypt scene, right? Period. So we're well, we just going to see. There ain't no other way to see. Well, it. but we're just going to see what their relationship is in in future episodes.
2: Yeah,
5: that'll tell you a lot.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Erin. Thank you, Erin. All right, and it looks like our next feedback is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters.
3: I am Nikki from Colorado, and I am a new listener. I watched all three of the previous seasons in about a week, and so now it's killing me that I can only watch one episode at a time. So I'm so hungry for more Game of Thrones that I looked for podcasts and I found your wonderful podcast and you guys are so hilarious and so much fun. I really enjoy listening to your podcast and you have such smart listeners. I love all the email and the voicemail. So I decided to leave my own. So I wanted to give um a very brief I don't want it to be too long a brief um um synopsis of kind of what I've seen. Um three Um, Well, we know that it was Littlefinger, but who else was involved in that? He had to have somebody else. It kills me that Sansa is still so naive after knowing that everybody in her family or thinking that everybody in her family has been slaughtered. You would think that she wouldn't be so trusting as to go off with this man. So I have no idea what's going to happen to her, but I'm a little worried. But I know that Littlefinger probably needs her alive rather than dead but he's so sleazy, I don't want him to do anything to her that would you know, you know anything to her that is is less than um ideal. Um but Sansa needs to to have a little aria in her. I, I'm surprised she hasn't toughened up a little bit, but um, you know, that's who she is, I guess. Um speaking of Arya and the hound, I really like their relationship. They seem like even though she's more of his prisoner, she doesn't seem like it. It seemed like they are family. Um, she seems quite proud of herself when she pulled off the lie to the farmer and the little girl. Um, and I was hoping that the hound actually was going to do a little bit of work instead of just stealing the guy's money. But I guess I understand how he did it and everything that he's seen. He can't take a chance in slowing down and having somebody catch up with him and, and kill him. Um, for Arya, so I guess I understand how he did it, but he could have stacked up some hay and then pushed the dude over and took his money, um, just so that he can kinda of keep his word, because Arya did mention I thought you weren't a thief. So at least he would have had some boundaries, some moral boundary that he upheld, but you know, guess not. Okay. The best scene in the whole show was with Daenerys and Dario the fight scene. Now, I didn't like the new Dario because I didn't think he had kind of the suave eff- essence and the smoothness and the good looks of the other guy, which I think fit the character really well. love the new Dario now because the way he pulled off that fight scene was just ridiculously yummy. So, I love love him now. He's, you know, that's man- masculinity at its essence. So, love, love, love. Um, and I love the symbolism of all the chains that they hurled at the slaves, letting them know that we are not here to make you more slaves. Look at all these people are here. They're free will. They're here because they want to be here. We don't hold people in chains, so decide what you want and who your real enemy is. So I love the symbolism of that. And last but not least, the rape scene between Jamie and Cersei. I know a lot of people – are very disturbed by the rape scene, but out of everything that goes on in the show, it's hard for me to believe that someone wouldn't expect their sick, twisted relationship to involve rape. All we know that that might be a regular thing for them. I didn't see it, it as definitely rape, but I didn't see it as vicious. I see it as she was playing with him. She was trying to manipulate him by kissing him and telling him to kill um, Tyrion, And he had enough. He was like, okay, you want to play this game? Let's play this game. And so he, after being denied for weeks and weeks and could be months now, and then she's playing with him, kissing on him, telling him to go kill Tyrion, I think he had enough. So I didn't see it as anything but par for the course for their relationship. So I know a lot of people were outraged by the rape scene, but really out of all the things that come out of the show – it's just part of the course, especially with that sick, twisted relationship that the two of them have. So I would love to know what you think about that. Was it the serving? Um, a lot of people didn't like that or have turned against Jamie again after he's kind of come back into good graces. Um, and a lot of people don't understand why they um, wrote it into the show that way. So. Um, I would love to know what your take is on that. So, thank you very much, and um, I look forward to seeing what you think about this episode. And thank you so much for the podcast and all the laughs and the entertainment. I love it, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Bye.
5: Okay, Nikki, thank you for the voicemail and welcome to the Sister Speak family. But Nikki. That shit was too long. <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> so you brand new. So we going to school you from jump street. Now, that's a little long, honey. So next time just keep it moving. But like a little shorter. But Nikki, I love your girl cuz I'm going to tell you why. Cuz you are the first person, the first person to articulate that crypt scene exactly like I was trying to explain. I did not see it as a rape thing, and I'm glad you mentioned the fact that maybe this was their regular little tater tay that they did, you know, because they're already sick and twisted effing each other yeah. anyway. But but what I was trying to explain when Sister Kay kept uh, uh 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 cutting me off, I said no, no, and shaking her head. So y'all can't see her, but you know I can. But anyway, and that the- is. Cersei was kissing Jamie right after she was crying and and saying, you got to kill Tyrion to avenge our son. And Jamie had protested, saying, no, but that's our brother. That's our brother. And then she going to kiss him all passionate, like, you go back and look at that scene. And then she pushes him away. And no, you know, that's that was the whole reason why Jamie said, you're a hateful woman. God help me that I'm in love with a hateful woman. Yeah, and that's why he did what he did. Because she was playing with his ass, trying to manipulate him. That's the way I felt about it, so thank you, Nikki. But that shit was long, Nikki.
1: All right. Are you done, Sister yeah. Jay? Yes, I am. Well, thank you, Nikki. <laughs> and we hope to hear from you again, but just yes. a little bit less. Just a little, little
5: shorter, girl.
1: Okay, our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters. It was an okay episode, but there were a few memorable moments for me. First off, Dario is a badass. I know you all are missing Bucky, but after this episode, I say, Bucky who? Oh, no. I still Um, want Bucky. I like him tall, dark, and handsome anyway. Mm. I could have done without the urinating, but I love the wink he gave Danny. Mm. Second, I love Rory McCann, the actor playing the Hound. Again, tall, dark, and handsome. I love the hound though, but, I do. but and that he, was mean this time. He was mean, but that, that actor is handsome when he's not he is. and all that stuff. And he is tall. So I was rooting for him not to harm the farmer and his daughter, but after he did, I started making excuses for him like a battered wife. <laughs> I, <laughs> that is not funny <laughs> I said things like, At least he didn't kill them and besides, he's right, they won't survive. Yeah. I mean, how dumb was it of the man to tell him he had a secret stash of silver? Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Third, okay, I was wrong about Cersei being Joffrey's killer. And was she just raped by her brother lover? No. Gross. I guess they're- Yes. No. I guess they're a reminder to us all that Jamie is not a good guy. Fourth, love when Danny speaks high Valerian.
5: Me too.
2: Fifth,
1: Sam, Sam is stupid. Seriously, <laughs> getting a baby and Gilly to a brothel is safer than near you at Casa Black? Exactly. It didn't seem like it, especially with the type of people there. The one talking to Gilly was scary. Yeah. Yeah. She,
5: she was, yeah.
1: Thanks, sisters. Joy. Thank you, Joy, Thank for that you, Joy. Email.
5: For that appropriate length email, Joy. Yes. Thank you so much. You know, so would
1: have been better, because he knows the history of, of the wall. Yeah. It would have been better to try to sneak her off to a different castle. Or something, or something, yeah. Than to take but her to that but then he would have got caught by the thins, though. No, because well, the no, castle, he was on
5: the other side of the wall. Well, yeah, the castle
1: stretches miles and miles. That's true. So they would have to go to each, um, but each castle still
5: populated. I mean the wall. Each of the little station castle stations is still populated by the same type of men. So why take her somewhere else?
1: No, but Castle Black's the only one still populated. The rest are empty, according to... But he would want to take her um, to an empty one. Call it. Yeah, I'm saying he would have been better to take her to an empty one, let her live. She's used to live it out in the damn wild and shit. Oh, shit. She could survive.
5: Hell no. (laughs) Mm -mm.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. He says, Hey, sisters, the last podcast was great. I love Sister J jay's rant about the length of the podcast <laughs> it was hilarious especially knowing the next one would last five hours incredible i know shit just want to go back to my theory of sansa killing joffrey i still believe in it but looking back at it tyron looked into the glass or excuse me Tyrion looked into the glass indeed like sissy k suggested but still the poison can be transparent maybe i expect too much of her hmm well, what we are one hundred percent sure of is that it was the wine, not the pie. We saw exactly. Um, we saw some guests eating it in the background, and I doubt it was named the Purple Wedding only for Joffrey's skin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Littlefinger's timing was to perf- was too perfect to be trivial. So we need to see if he had something to do with the murder. Yeah, he did. I think he did. I think he did. He was in cahoots. With- he wouldn't have known how right. that guy whisked her away. Exactly.
5: Anyways. So he it's- was. He had to be in cahoots with.
1: Mm -hmm. Somebody It's clearly not Cersei I never thought it was her But this episode Doesn't leave any doubt Tyrion made a great case I'm Mm -hmm. not going back in it
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll react to a few things Of this third episode First The actor that plays Tommen Does not look Like the previous kid That played him Nope They really need to Stop that BS (laughs) (laughs) I know
5: Or do like they do On the soap opera And put a little Thing on the screen Tommen is now being played by you know how they do on soap operas? Yep. Damn.
1: <laughs> he says, um, they need to stop that BS or at least do a better job to make them look alike. Yeah. Tywin now enters in the dance of the suspects. He can do pretty much what he wants with Tommen. Yep. And did not have much control on Joffrey, but it's still unlikely to me. Hmm. Would he have done a sword when he would he have done a sword knowing he will kill him? I don't think he did go that far. Huh. Oh, I think he's saying, would he have given him the sword? Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Well, but, but I mean, the sword is still going to be in the family, so why not? Way to go, Jamie. Rake right, your sister right next to your dead son. So romantic. Mm. I guess he did not have sex for quite some time, but come on now. Still, I did not feel bad for Cersei. I'm just, I'll just say a few more things. I'm already fed up with Sam and the Gilly, the Sam and Gilly storyline. Yep. That love story, quote unquote, has no, has none. The acting is bad.
5: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh,
1: Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, for
5: that email. And, Gabriel, I agree with you with the Sam and Gilly story. What the fuck? I I mean, just kill them all or something. It is a useless storyline. Who cares? I
1: liked it. No.
5: No. Oh, wait. He
1: did have one more thing. Sorry. Just give that time to the Khaleesi storyline, meaning after the... The Sam and Gilly, yeah. Just give that time to the Khaleesi storyline. I think we can all agree on that. Even if the new Dario has no charisma, you already know that city is in her pocket. Yep. By the way, it looked beautiful. They really did a great job and made me think of the Egyptian culture.
5: Yeah, it, it looked like it was a pretty city, and all the all the ruler ruling class people they were really
1: clean mm. and
5: decked out and everything.
1: And then he says, um, "I guess this is P.S. Um, for the tagline." For the tagline, because we told him to send a tagline in last time, he goes, Do you want me to send it in French? I can translate a message for you for uh, any message you like, for example. Huge fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Thank, you, thank Gabriel. you, Gabriel. And yes, send your tagline in in whatever language you would like. Right. We
5: would that love
1: That would be it. great. Yes, it whatever would. Whatever
5: you would like, we would love to hear it. Yep. And love thank it. you for that email. Thank that you. was great.
1: And it was appropriately linked.
5: Yes, it was an appropriate link. Thank you for that appropriate length email, Gabriel. <laughs>
1: okay. Now, <laughs> on to a non-appropriately linked email. Uh, who is it? Paris. Paris! Come on now, come Paris. On, come on now it's a little bit long looking, but maybe it's shorter than I think.
5: All right, come on.
1: Hello, sisters, and the Sisters Speak family. Before I get into the episode, I just have to take a minute to pick to pick with Sister J. What that read on our long ass voicemails and emails had me dying laughing. I understand. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be laughing. I'm serious. <laughs> that wasn't funny. I understand that it is a huge part of the show, and you ladies go out of your way to include everyone's comments and opinions. I, for one, am grateful. A shout-out to our resident optometrist, Robert from the Bay. (laughs) I (laughs) I had no idea you took that eye care so seriously, bruh. (laughs) Bruh. B-R-U-H. Bruh. Fellow Oakland-born transplant here who's now living in the Deep South. It's a small world. Now on to the episode. Mm, well, mm, he's an optometrist. Mm. Of course he takes it serious.
2: All
5: right, Paris. Damn.
1: This apparently was one of the most controversial episodes of the series, right after the, wed- the red wedding and on the heels of Joffrey's assassination. I was glad to see a dead Joffrey on the slab, but I was taken aback that Jamie decided to assault Cersei right there in the room with their son. <sighs> Definitely disturbing and sets my opinion of Jamie back up into the air. Just when you think he's changing, you get reminded that this is the guy who pushed a boy out the window... Because he was caught screwing his sister. He did push him out the window. He sure did. I blame Cersei for Joffrey, but clearly it took two fucked up individuals to create that. There you go. Oh, yeah. Next, I absolutely love how Tywin completely overtook his grieving daughter and dead grandson <laughs> and immediately started teaching Tommen about his role as the new king. He showed sure did. He showed sure did. Daddy is cold as ice. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit Tyrion's scene in the dungeon with Podrick had me misty. I know. I really think Ty... Excuse me. I really think Tyrion had come to see his young squire as part of his family. Mm -hmm. I hope he makes it out of King's Landing. I do too. Me too. Next, I have to go ahead and claim Prince Oberyn. Damn, this man is smooth. I know! Whether he's horned up with man and woman hookers or going word for word with Lord Tywin, this character has jumped to my top five favorite characters. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to where this story goes and if he'll defend Tyrion at his trial. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Be interesting. Especially, I bet you he'll break some knowledge on him about the poison. I bet shit. he will, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally, the breaker of chains. She and her interactions with her group and army this episode had me cracking up.
2: Miss
1: mm-hmm. Stormborn is really feeling herself.
2: <laughs> she Busted is. Busting up
1: cities, freeing slaves, mothering dragons, and keeping all her suitors at bay. Namely, new Dario. While he's not the original Bucky we all came to love, I did enjoy his scene against the Gladiator. It was good. These bravosi warriors be killing people with no effort at all.
5: They do. They do. Because he is from bravos.
1: Just one more reason I need Arya to hurry up and get herself a trainer. Thank you. Something tells me liberating this particular city is not going to go as smoothly. Can't wait for the next episode. P.S. Did you ladies know Peter Dinklage will, will be playing a major role as one of the villains in the X Men Days of Future Past movie?
2: Mm-hmm. I did
1: not know that. I read that. Yeah. Oh, and I love, I like the X Men, the new one. Um, I think it will be a very interesting part for him as a scientist bent on creating a means to hunt and eliminate mutants once and for all. I am so ready. And wow. he sent us a picture. Wow. Of Dinklage, in, I guess a. He's a scientist. Scientist in that picture. And that's the X-Men
5: logo. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. He's all dressed in a suit.
1: Well, thank you, Paris, for thank that you, Paris. medium-long email. Yeah, it
5: was medium-long. It wasn't too long.
1: It wasn't too bad.
5: But I would like to reiterate, Paris, and for our whole Sister Speak family, my rant was not meant as a joke or to be funny.
1: No, I was last. I about. was serious as a heart attack. She was serious. <laughs> I was serious, too, because my throat was sore the yeah. whole weekend. Yeah. Or raw, I guess is the word.
5: Yeah, raw would be.
1: Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Oh, sisters, any compassion I had for Jamie has gone right out the window after that scene with Cersei.
5: I know, everybody mad at him.
1: Brienne, stick with the Tyrells and find your way out of King's Landing. There <laughs> is no reason for you to stay there. <laughs> Tyrion, hold on a little longer. Oberon is not about to align himself with Tywin Lannister. I don't
5: think
2: so either. See, I don't think
1: so either. I don't think so either.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Sir Podrick Payne has a nice ring to it. So are we to assume that sweet, loyal, courageous Podrick is the son of Ilan Payne, the man who beheaded Ned? Oh! Oh! Oh, touch that. oh Lord. I wonder, or maybe he's a, well, no, he wouldn't be a bastard because they would call him something. Snow.
5: Else. He would be a snow. Oh, well,
1: that's in the north. That's in the north. We don't know what they do to the bastards in the south. King's Landing's not south. Yes, it is. It's south of the the wall. Well, that's true. King's Landing. Um, That's a good point, That's a good
5: point, Stephanie. I wonder.
1: Um, Oh, Lord, thank goodness that apple fell far away from that tree. Sister Jay, all I could hear while watching the Sam and Gilly scenes was your voice echoing in my head. (laughs) Useless. (laughs) I have been on Team Sam this whole time. But this fool is seriously delusional. Yeah. Why would you leave this inexperienced girl and her baby in a skeezy establishment like that? Yeah. He's supposed to be the smart crow. Thank you. Where's Egret when you need a, you know nothing? <laughs> well, she actually. Hey, she, killing. Uh, hey she, she too busy killing folks. Shit, yeah. Did you see the woman who was interrogating Gilly? Ew. Her, her and her, her owner, excuse me, her and the owner looked like they had syphilis.
2: Yeah! Probably
1: a result from that extra work they were trying to convince (laughs) Sam to get Gilly in. Then, when they walked into the bedroom, it looked like some chick was washing out a small intestinal tube, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. the medieval era condom. Mm -hmm. Gilly, run away, and if you happen to come across Sam... Nick and Worry can't be on Nick. Nick. (laughs)
2: Sincerely,
1: (laughs) Stephanie from Pennsylvania. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie.
5: I agree with you. Why would you put her in a bordello and a nasty, dirty one like that?
1: I don't know. Damn. Yep, I think that is not going to be good. No, that's not going to be good. For no little baby to be in. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, our next um, piece of feedback, I think, is from Paco the cat. Cat. Oh, cool. Yep, Paco the Cat. And Paco the Cow, I'm already telling you, it's long. Uh-oh. You gotta trim this shit up. This is gonna be our warning episode. Alright. Hey, sisters, I think the Game of Thrones fandom has lost its mind after the last episode, but I think it's mostly due to people, including me, latching onto certain characters and wanting them to follow certain tropes. Traditionally, we look for heroes or people to root for in a show. I've done that with Tyrion, Danny, Jon Snow, and Arya. I ultimately see the Stark family as good and the Lannisters as bad. Even though I know this is a television show, I sometimes become very invested in these particular characters and want them to overcome. I think the last episode has shown us that if you are thinking the show has a happy ending, or the happy ending you want to see, then I think you best get ready for disappointment. Yeah, The Hound may be a funny character, and the writers certainly have depicted his and Arya's relationship as entertaining, but he's a ruthless killer who killed her friend without a thought because his king told him to. Yep. The character has his own morality, and each character in the show has their own uh, as well. I think that Ned being decapitated in the first season to me showed that some of our most beloved characters will not make it, and some of the characters we root for may not make good choices in this world as the series progresses. I know for a fact that some characters in the books are going to do some terrible things, and I'm anticipating them and bracing myself for what's to come. I think it's going to be hard for those who are looking for heroes to continue with the show unless they justify the choices made because of the world they live in and chalk it up to interesting t- storytelling. I've already heard some people saying that Jamie killed Bran for the love of Cersei and that makes it somewhat okay. They say he would never rape his sister because he loves her too much. Basically, attempted murder is okay, but rape is out of the question. Okay. The storyline has shown that these characters have a sick, twisted relationship That Jamie is desperate to hold on to. What else has he got? He no longer has his prowess as the great swordsman and the heaviness of the Kingslayer title was easier to bear when he had Cersei on his side. Now he no longer does and she wants him to kill the brother he loves. He has depended on Cersei to be there for him sexually and emotionally all his life. So he justifies the shitty stuff he does for her because he is obsessed with her and they call it love. Hmm. Paco, this is long. Um, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own interpretation of the series and their own thoughts, but the a- attempted murder and rape are comparable to me. Both are horrible, and I think Jamie is horrible, but that is my two cents. You know what they say about opinions. The rest of the episode was done very well, with Pod being the only white knight on the horizon. Poor Tyrion has no one else now. He sure don't. I immediately knew the hound was going to rob the farmer as soon as I saw him. I said under my breath, just right away, and mm-hmm, then mm. oh no, don't invite him in your house. <laughs> I like the character of the ham, but he can be really creepy and I can't forget how I used to stare at Sansa and call her a little bird. I think he would have plucked her if it, he would have plucked her if plucked her if it were Sansa instead of Arya traveling with her. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, it wasn't my intention to go on too long this time, but I think it's interesting that this show inspired so much emotion in people. At least this episode distracted me from my usual thought process of how how dirty everyone looks and wondering how long each person has worn the clothes they have on. Do you think Aria has ch- had a chance to bathe? That's how my mind works. The North remembers Paco de Cat. Woo! Paco! Paco, that's too long. You Thank you for that feedback, points, though. But that was too long. And I, But I do agree, this show... It it hits everyone differently, so everyone has emotions about things. It does. And we do justify our characters that we like.
5: Right. But know, see,
1: I but don't think that, I
5: mean, I don't have the same feeling about the Starks versus the Lannisters versus the, you know, the Tyrells versus this and that. I like certain ones, like Tyrion... Tywin is ruthless and cold-blooded and everything, but I love Tywin. A no. good character. Oh, I love that character, you know? And, like, Varus, oh, I can't wait until they start... I know. we need more Barris ...focusing on him a little yeah. bit, because he's sneaky and all that, and I'm sure he would betray whichever side going to keep him safe, yep. but I love that character, yep. Yep. you know? I do, uh, I do like Arya, because she's feisty. Yep. But I like... uh Danny Daenerys, for the same reason. Because she's feisty. Yeah, she don't take no yes. mess. Yeah, she don't take no shit and stuff. So. And I like Cersei. I like to hate her because she's so evil
1: she and bitchy. Evil. bitchy.
5: But she is a great character, she though. Is. She's she a is. great character. And I'm loving this Oberyn.
1: Oh, yeah, I like him, too. I
5: really like him. He was a great addition. But I like the Ellaria, too. Something tells me that she can really... Slow down. Slow down, so yeah.
1: Okay, thank you. Thank you, Paco. All right, and and next week, make it a little bit short. (laughs) Shorter. Shorter. Or a lot shorter. Yeah. Uh, The next email is from Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, sisters. I have a question. I know on several occasions you've both said you don't feel sorry for Theon because he had the farm boys killed. But Jamie pushed Bran out of the tower window. It yep. seems like he's been given a pass because of everything he's gone through. Nope. And helping Brienne. Am I wrong? Nope. Well, I... W- yes. Yeah. You were. No. You're wrong. No. She's not wrong. I did give Jamie a pass because I liked his character. Well, you did. I did. Yeah.
5: Because I keep saying, yeah, but he
1: threw that baby boy out the window. He did. He did. And I go, yeah, he did. But... You know. He's kind of redeemed himself. And he well. killed that cousin... That he didn't He even saved know. Brienne
5: because we love Brienne, but hey.
1: Yep, that's it.
5: He's still a dirty no, you're dog. you're
1: right. I have, like, hypocritical tendencies on, on some of the characters. I forget <laughs> that. She says, I hate that Sansa is now at the mercy of creepy-ass Baelish. I know it. He Sansa remember something he told her prior. Everyone in the capital are liars. Yep. Then, practically, in the next sentence, he promises her he, she's safe. Exactly. In the words of Arya. You're a liar. I know it. It's very heartfelt of Grandpa Tywin to try and groom the newest heir to the throne right over Joffrey's dead body. (laughs) Now on to Jaime. Nothing like seeing your dead nephew's son and your distraught sister lover to get you all hot and bothered.
2: Mm -hmm. After his
1: clear show of love and passion, I'm sure Cersei is no longer grossed out by his stump covered gold hand. Yeah. Side-eye. Lots of controversy regarding that scene. Poor Tyrion and farewell to Podrick. Lastly, Sysuke... Did you see, did you see Dario wink at Danny? That was his, I can be as sexy as Bucky wink. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) But it wasn't working. It wasn't working for me. It wasn't working. Laugh out loud. Take care, ladies. Monique. Thank you, Monique, for that email. Thank you, Monique. And yeah, I just don't,
5: I don't like this Dario. I just don't. don't like
1: him either. Mm -hmm. All right. Our next piece of feedback is a voicemail. So let me play that now. Okay.
3: Hello, this is Mina Mina from California and I'm commenting on Game of Thrones. I was so proud of Sansa for killing Joffrey and then we found out that Littlefinger did it. So disappointing. And I have to notice that uh, Grey Worm seems to be now being called Sir Worm.
5: Alright, goodbye. Hey, Mina Mina, thank you for that voicemail. Thank hey, you. where you been? It's thank been a long time. Thank
1: you, Mina Mina. And yeah. it was short
5: and sweet. And you know what? I didn't even notice that she referred to Gray Worm as Sir Gray Worm. So.
1: Hmm, or or to- worm. Or the worm. I didn't notice that either. Huh, I didn't I'll notice that. i have to go and look at that and see if they keep calling him that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mina, Thank Mina. you. Okay, our next email is from crackers finn hey crackers finn what's up sisters i'm here with a short ass email with absolutely no book
2: spoilers <laughs> cersei
1: killed joffrey tywin told her dumbass last season she wasn't as smart as she thought she was <laughs> cersei was trying to poison marjorie but marjorie fed joffrey off of her own plate first the second plot afoot at the wedding is where is uh, is where lady Elena, Littlefinger, finger sir fool and a poisoned wine cup come in Jocelyn got poisoned from two sources, and Cersei sent Pycelle, the only medical professional who might have been able to help, away, because she um. thought it would be Marguerite choking to death.
2: Mm. Oh.
1: Now that is a good thought. I don't get why people are so upset about Jamie raping Cersei. Is it really a stretch that the entitled dude who threw a kid out of a window would do more grimy shit? Yeah. This is Joffrey's daddy we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. I get that sexual assault is a sensitive subject, but Game of Thrones consistently portrays all kinds of horrifying shit. Yep. Had the sex been consensual, it still happened below the corpse's. Before the. Below the corpse child of the brother and sister who were fucking. Yeah. Everything was already wrong with the situation. That is true. Exactly. Lastly, Oberin Martell spends ninety nine and ninety five percent of his time. I suck in the camera, and I am here for every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for you. Hopefully, this week's podcast will be shorter than first shift at a Waffle House. Take <laughs> <laughs> care, ladies. Thank crackers. you, crackers. Thank you,
5: crackers. Hey, this is going to be a lot shorter than the other one. I guarantee it. Yes.
2: Yeah. yes.
5: But thank you for that, and yeah, you are right though. Who and be looking in that camera, don't he? He do. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, crackers. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey Willie. Hey Willie. Um, oh, glorious sisters from that D town. <laughs> <laughs> subject line. Sorry, I missed y'all last week. But after the debate you two had over whether or not I was a working actor or not, I snapped. <laughs> I've been planning on. Que- See, that was Sister (laughs) J. What? Read Read it. I was asking about. I know, but read read what he said. He says, I've been planning on quitting my day job, actually night job, so I could just audition and get to working on my own hustle and not someone else's. So I did the very next day. I have a month to figure stuff out. But in the meantime, when anybody asks what I do, I won't hesitate to say I'm a full-time actor. So far, it looks like I've made the right choice. I can't begin to tell you how much joy you bring to my world, so please know if you don't hear from me, I'm steady listening. All right, then on to the episode. Cool. Well, I...
5: Okay, well, stop a minute. Yeah. Okay, so what he's saying is that he did quit his day job, and he is now devoting his full time to getting acting gigs. You go ahead, Willie. No,
1: Willie. We go love Willie. it. And good luck to you. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. uh, I don't have no extra rooms or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Good luck. (laughs) Get the pavement out of that pavement. Oh, but that's exciting though. That is exciting. And
5: and Willie, you still need to tell us what episode of of Texas Walker. uh, uh, uh,
1: What was it? Walker, Texas Ranger?
5: uh, Yeah. That you was in when you were 16.
1: So we can go see it. If we can find it. Is it still on? Oh, I'm sure.
5: I, I'm sure I can find him. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright. Okay. He says, on to the episode. Another good another good one. Little Finga is getting creepier every time he's on screen. I know it. I'm not sure if he's responsible for Joffrey's murder. He might have just been taking advantage of the chaos as he's always so eager to do. Mm-hmm. I busted out laughing when I saw those eye cookies on Joffrey's face. <laughs> 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 I rocks. I cookies. He said, "I cookies." (laughs) He must have been taking. uh, Wait, wait. Why does it have to make him look like a sad cartoon of himself? (laughs) Tywin Lannister is based on Dick Cheney. I'm sure of it. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: That's a good
1: one. I'm sure of it after his speech to Bush Junior. Slash Tommen. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my goodness! Everybody hates C- Cersei, but getting raped by your son's burial on your son's burial cloak by your brother—anybody still on Team Jamie? <laughs> he went off when she recoiled from his golden hand. This whole scene made me uncomfortable like no other.
2: Hmm.
1: Don't rabbit stew sound good? <laughs> Lady, uh, I love rabbit though. No. Oh, hey, rabbit is no. good eating. No, there's rabbit no, is
5: good eating. No,
1: there's no reason.
5: Yes, so we need
1: to eat rabbit.
5: Oh, in this rabbit is good.
1: And age. Well, maybe not in this day and age, but at least not where we live. In other places, Well, maybe. that's true,
5: but my father was a hunter, so he used to go out hunting with his buddies, so they'd bring him home all kind of game. Ugh. And rabbit was one of them and man, that's good. Oh, no. My mom would dress that thing up. Mm, it was good eating. Ladies, what
1: happened to the comment from season 2? Did I miss something? What? Oh that's a good uh, that's a good point, Willie. Remember that red comet that was going through the air? Oh yeah. What happened with that? That was supposed to portend something. Well, we thought dragons and some people thought dragons, but some other people were saying uh winter was leaving or Yeah. yeah I I can't remember now. That. Huh. but that's, that's a good, a good question, that's a good Willie. Question. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what's what was with all the pissing in this episode? Uh, thank See, you. See, that's what I said. Hey, that's what y'all do. Sister J, like that, I'm sure. <laughs> Why you say that? Because you like pissing and shit. I <laughs> did. <laughs> <And> finally- <laughs> <laughs> That is too ignorant for words. You're not going to live it down, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, Lord
5: have mercy. Okay,
1: and finally, still not feeling Dario. Oh, and by the way, you should have your eye plucked out for winking at the Khaleesi. Woo! I'm tired. <laughs> he says, I'm tired of Dario flirting with my gal. I mean, Khaleesi. Yeah. With her little thick ass. Alas, <sighs> last, fair sisters. till next time, Valar Morghulis. P.S. As far as Buck's choice of the Transporter reboot versus Game of Thrones... I, as an actor who loves the Game of Thrones genre, genre, so I'm slightly biased. Money is a deciding factor. Starring in your own film versus being a featured cast member, again, star- again, starring in a movie which might and most likely do shit at the box office versus becoming a part of something that will live on in books, TV, and soon film forever. I gotta say, if it was me, Dim Thrones. Are you biased, Willie? Really? Thank you, Willie. Limit P.S. Uh huh. I have an audition tomorrow for the part of a gay bodybuilder. Ooh. I got some work to do finding my inner Lala. Wish me luck. I think. Love y'all, Willie. Thank you, Willie, for that wonderful email. And Willie,
5: okay, this is what I would suggest. Well. By the time we're reading this, it, your thing's over. But anytime you have that, just watch Lalong on a True Blood. He, he is the best. He
1: just said that. He yeah. Just said that. He's going to channel. And he did send us another email a couple days later that said, um, oh, I forgot, if you want to check out the Walker, Texas Ranger episode I was in, I believe it was called The Covenant. I was the karate student that was in slow motion doing a flying sidekick over the dude at the demo. Woo! Okay,
2: okay. okay. thank you, Willie.
1: Oh, I'm
5: gonna find that, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Thank you so much and good luck with good your luck acting career. Well, and, and, and just with your whole career. I, I think that's exciting and that you listen to us and follow us and laugh with us. Well that's good luck.
1: Good luck. Good luck. Okay, our next email is from BJ. Hey BJ. Hello, Sister Speak Community. This is BJ from Los Angeles. First, of all, I'm liking your new format. These five-hour podcasts are great, and we should try to go for six. Hell no. Bad. Oh, hell no, BJ. Hell no,
5: because I'm going to read you personal.
1: <laughs> so who killed Joffrey? Was mm-hmm. it Oberyn? Grandma Tyrell? Sansa? We even have some, some um, think it was Cersei or Tywin that masterminded the murder. But as soon as Littlefinger showed up on that boat... The mystery was solved.
2: Mm-hmm. Did
1: Jamie just rape his sister inside a church beside their dead incest child? Mm-hmm. Jamie was on a roll on redeeming himself, but that scene is a step back. Maybe two steps back. Arya is always so smart, but the best part of this scene was the how is is too hungry to wait for the host to thank all the seven gods. I know! Davos to Bravos. I think borrowing money from the Bank of Bravos is not a good idea. The show has always hinted that they will collect their money one way or another. Yes. Is that the reason why Jackin was in Westeros in the first place? Oh, it could have been. could have been. We don't know. Yeah. How weird was Tywin interrupting Prince Oberyn's little orgy there? (laughs) The guy didn't even knock. Mm -hmm. Poor Tyrion. I think Podrick and maybe Bronn will help Tyrion escape and um, meet up Ah. with Shay and leave Westeros. But mm. that's a happy ending, and there is no such thing as a happy ending in this mm-hmm. show, except for last week. I think Jamie's
5: going to help him.
1: I think Jamie will. Yeah. so. And then take his ass on somewhere. Mm-hmm. He says, I'll skip the wall part. Daryl had, had a moment this episode. I'm not sure if it's enough to win you guys over. Nope. But that was pretty badass for me. It was badass. It was badass. I mean, it was good it action, was a badass, but yeah. he was the wrong guy. Um, Danny is still being awesome as always, and I thought the the cases thrown by the catapults would have weapons in them. I did too. Mm-hmm. The slave collars was a nice touch, and you can feel the tension inside Marine as the slaves picks up the collar that Danny catapulted. There. Exactly,
5: and they're yeah. thinking about it. Uh huh.
1: Some quick comments from last week's episode: the Boltons are in Dreadfort, the new building on the intro, and Asha and Rickon went to one of the Starks' more loyal bannermen. And not Castle Black. Okay. Okay.
5: Okay. So that's where they went.
1: I like how everyone suggested new shows to watch, and Sister K says she will make time for it. But when are we? Um, uh, wait a minute. Let me start that sentence over. I like how everyone suggested new shows to watch, and Sister K says she will make time for it. When we are still waiting for her to catch up on Fringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look BJ that was yeah, 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 yeah yeah, BJ she still hasn't done the fringe that podcast was a fringe event on itself thank you just stop laugh out
2: loud <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, well, a, first good of that's of all,
1: a good one BJ my DVR got fried up so my fringe it did. got lost so it now did. I have to go back but by now I'm sure it's on Netflix or something
5: yeah I think it is.
1: Anyways, there was a lot of the color purple references last week, and I haven't even seen it. So I'll try watching it this weekend. You haven't seen the color purple? What? Oh, BJ. How could you not watch
5: the color purple? it's good.
1: It's a classic. Yep. I started watching Banshee and True Detective after hearing it from this podcast. Oh, yeah.
5: Banshee's Banshee's off the chain.
1: Banshee is good. Yeah. So I have a couple of suggestions for everyone. House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, both Netflix shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now both of those, I saw Orange is the New Black, and it's good. Mm. Um, Thank you again, sisters, for the last. and everyone, avoid long eyes emails or voicemails unless you have an adult beverage suggestion, then you're excused. P.S. I'm attaching my tagline, and hopefully this works. BJ. Well, thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ. Love it. And let me play your tagline. Okay.
0: Hello everyone. This is BJ from Los Angeles. And to all the haters out there, the sisters send their regards.
1: Thank you, BJ, for that tagline. Thank it. you. Love it. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ. Okay, our next email is from Tim. Hey Tim. Hey there, the splendiferously amazing sisters of the J and K variety. Oh my goodness, Tim. <laughs> wow <laughs> it's not my week to send in feedback i alternate weeks usually partly to give sister k a break and also because my blood leeches predicted that what? sister J's lashing out joffrey style on the length of the podcast <laughs> however so that you don't read me please find attached my humble tagline for the podcast oh yeah i hope this podcast is going well so far best wishes tim p.s Last podcast, I started rolling about when Robert started giving us his 10-minute dissertation about the danger of dry ice.
2: <laughs> That's what I say.
1: Sheesh, Robert, read the signals. I didn't think I don't think Tammy really had dry eyes. Although, because I wasn't listening closely enough at first, I thought Robert was talking about the danger of dry ice. <laughs> Oh, damn. Here I was thinking, oh, God, how much damage did I inadvertently do to myself while impressing people with my disco moves in the late 80s?
5: Oh, Lord, have mercy.
1: P.P.S. In case you're wondering, Sister K, my disco moves are hot. (laughs) Did they have disco in the late 80s? Yes, that's what it was. And why would you damage yourself with dry ice? What were you doing with dry ice with dancing? (laughs) Do you know? A sister, Tim? I don't know. Well, you know. Okay,
5: about, Tim. What is this? A lots of times in, in like disco clubs, they use dry ice for that smoky effect.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, press tagline. Well, okay, Tim. Let me play your tagline. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey there, this is Tim from Australia. In some places, the high brown frown upon those of low birth. In other places, the long assed email is considered distasteful. What a fortunate thing for you, Sister J, that Sister K has been sent to live in the latter sort of place.
5: Oh, thank you, Tim, for that hilarious e of, of tagline. Bye bye. That is great. We love it. We love your voice. Your yes. accent is great. We love it. Oh, that is so clever. That's very clever. Tim, too funny. That is very clever. We love
1: it. <laughs> And he was shortened to the point. Yep, we love it. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Okay, our next piece of feedback is also a voicemail. So let me play that now. Okay.
0: Hey, this is Tori
3: from Tampa. All in there with my tagline and the great words of the hound: "Fuck the king."
2: Oh, thank you, Tori, for that
5: tagline. I love it. Thank you, Tori. I think you're the only one that is a quoting the hound. <laughs>
1: We love it though. Thank Thank you. you, (laughs) Okay, our next email is from the Lady Black Lannister. Hey, Black Lannister. Hey, sisters. Black Lannister here. It's been a while. Yep. I took a break to allow my sister Roz to catch up. Give her a shout out for watching all three seasons in two weeks. Hey, Roz. Hey, Roz. She had never watched Thrones before, but I told her it was the best show on TV right now, which piqued her interest. But when I told her that you sisters would be doing podcasts, she was on board. Uh Uh-oh, cool. So this week, I watched episode one, and it was great. I missed the show so much. My dear, dear Jamie Lannister looks so handsome, and he's got some new bling bling. I I like a handsome man that's rich with low (laughs) 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 self-esteem. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I like this new Jamie. I can see us living out our lives in Casterly Rock. Mm. I also noticed Poliver has upped his pimp game. He's, he was so cute. Mm. Lost some mm. pounds, got a Bieber haircut, and a noticeable bit of confidence. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Mm. That's not Poliver, though. Pod. That's Pod. Podrick.
5: Poliver was the one that Arya stuck.
1: Stuck in the neck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, gotta go, ladies. I have a meeting with a de- decorator for when I move to Casterly Rock. That place has been basically empty for years and needs some upgrades. Maybe Sansa can come with me uh, since we are almost family now. I can't wait to watch and get caught up because I've missed your podcast and all of the podcast family. The Lady Black Lannister. Thank you, Black Lannister. Thank you, Black Lannister. For that that
5: email. Yeah, you got to get caught up, girl.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to this podcast until you're caught up. Yeah. You'll get spoiled. Yep. Thank you. Okay, our next uh, feedback is a voicemail,
4: so let me play that too. Okay. Hey sisters, this is Tori and Ashley from Tampa, and uh, we just wanted to know if anybody else thought that Miranda might be a plant by Yara to help Theon get away. Um, I started thinking this way when she wanted to shoot the girl in the face to end it quickly. Instead of what we seen, Ruth Bolton wanted to do is let the dogs attack her. So it seems like um, that might be the beginnings of Dion's escape plan. Let me know what you think.
5: Well, thank you, Tori, for that you, uh, voicemail. Tori. And I hadn't thought of that I though. I hadn't thought of that either. I I don't think so. Because uh, the thing that the thing about her is that. She just popped up. We don't know nothing about her. Yeah. Where she came from, if she lives there, there. Was or... she one of
1: those um, chicks last season that was messing with Theon before he cut his stuff off? See, I can't I remember. Can't remember I can't she remember. She had clothes on, so you know. Uh,
5: uh, but I thought those girls were blonde headed girls.
1: Well. One of them was, I think. Hmm. See, I, don't, I know. don't remember. But That's a, that's interesting. I didn't think I mean, about that. I don't that's know. That's an that interesting the, theory, that though. That would be very intricate, though. I don't think yeah, Yara don't, has time for yeah. all that.
5: Because, you know because she's at moat Kalen, and they're not letting anybody through that moat. That's why Ruth Bolton sent Ramsay down there with Theon, Cause, because the Greyjoys uh, are holding it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. So,
1: well, thank you, Tori. Thank you, Tori. Okay, our next email or feedback is from Stephen. Hey, Stephen. He says, Hi, sisters. Um, uh, just a suggestion, but if you don't want a long ass podcast, perhaps you should limit audio files to a max of two minutes and emails to a max of two paragraphs.
5: Yep, I, it works for
1: me. Yeah, we probably gonna have to do that, Stephen.
5: We, yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, so let me play Stephen's voicemail now. Okay.
5: Hello sisters, it's Stephen here from Lomskirk, England. Another good episode of Game of Thrones. There's no way Littlefinger was working alone. He must be working for Tywin or maybe Lady Olenna. There's more, still more players in, involved in that. And I hope Jon goes and kills those people at Craster's Keep, because it might not be about justice, but damn I want revenge for Lord Mormont. Um I liked him, and I still like his son, even
0: though Sister Kay keeps keeps bashing him on the podcast. Uh, I just love his voice, the way he says, Khaleesi, love it, love it.
4: Right, thanks for the podcast, and
5: speak to you next week.
1: Oh, thank you, Stephen, for that uh, voicemail. Thank you, Stephen, and, and- y'all... Take note. Steven is short and to the point. He
5: gets to the point. And, and plus, whenever I'm listening to your voice, I'm picturing Sister them dimples. <laughs> I knew going to say Oh, you got some beautiful dimples, though. I love dimples. Anyway, but that, I and- agree. I like Jorah, though. I like Jora. Jorah's a little punk. No, he's not. He's not a punk. Now, I mean, he I was like, a, he was a spy and he was giving yeah, information to Robert like Rathium. Jorah, but
1: but Jora is too old for Danny. He needs to quit whining behind Danny <laughs> and you know um lurking when she don't want them, you know, she she was trying to feed her babies and she knew you knew when he walked up on that. She was like, "Shit, he had to see it." <laughs> that do, is true. He is I always do lurking like around, Jora, but, but he is lurking too much. But
5: she did say he was uh, her most trusted advisor.
1: Yeah, he is. So now. and
5: friend, that's what she said. Now. And friend, Maya, he in the friend zone.
1: Okay, right. <laughs> Take note, Jora. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely sisters and the Sister Speak family. First of all, OMG, that was some level 10 flowers in the attic shit. <laughs> what the fuck, Jamie? <laughs> so much for your redemptive arc, you shit heel. <laughs> this scene was a pretty clear reminder from the show that regardless of his treatment of Brienne, he still has always been a murderous asshole. Yep. At one point we thought Joffrey's corpse was gonna fall on them. Yeah. Like some horrible parody of Weaken Up Bernie's Joffrey's. I know. Lannisters, you're doing funerals. Lannisters, you're doing it wrong. I almost bruised my forehead from the angry face, face palm I did over stupid ass Sam and Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm throwing in another first of all because Sister Kate needs to keep hydrated after all these long-ass <laughs> I know, that's right, Jackie. That's right, let's take a swig. Take a swig, y'all. They still bore the shit out of me. And secondly, how is Sam supposed to be so damn cocky about his alleged brains and book learning when his master plan to save Gilly from horny Night's Watchmen is by dumping her ass at a damn whorehouse?
5: Thank you. That's true.
1: I mean, Really? Danny's barrels of dead slave chains are the worst pinatas ever. <laughs> Those poor Marine kids. Sorry, there's no candy, but here are some leftover S and M gear from Oberyn and Ilaria's latest orgy. Mm,
2: mm, mm.
1: All right, I'm doing my part in keeping this short to save Sister K's throat and Sister J's sanity. Yep. As always, thanks so much again to you ladies and the rest of the family for another awesome episode. Love, Jackie. P.S. I just wanted to thank Nikki for the shout out on Facebook and to echo her comments about keeping all of our feedback distinct for the sake of our beloved hardworking sisters. Yep. PPS. Nate says, Hey, sisters. He also said to throw in a third, first of all, to make sure Sister K's <laughs> poor throat isn't part. <laughs> okay. Hey, Nate. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and hey, kitty yes. hey, bee Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie, for that uh wonderful email. Thank you, Jackie. Short sure, and to the yeah. point. Yeah. And your comments are always so hilarious though. I know. They are just
1: so right. And I agree. I, I don't think though that Sam is being cocky about his smart. Oh. <sighs> I, Jackie, I agree with
5: you wholeheartedly. But I agree.
1: He should not have taken her to no damn whorehouse.
5: He's always talking about. He's always talking about. He read it in the book. He read it in the book. And when he was talking to oh, you John, should love that. Hey, shit. and we, oh please, he's useless. And when he was talking to Sam, excuse me, John Crow, and John Crow was talking about his feelings about Rob. No, uh, excuse me, John Snow was uh, talking about his feelings about Rob and stuff, and he says, "Well, he says you're better than me and everything." Except reading. Yeah, well, I, I, I feel you on that, Jackie. Mm-hmm.
1: It's probably right, though.
5: Well, but you know what? He's stupid and useless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Okay, our next email is from Liz from Seattle. Hey, Liz. <clears throat> Hi, sisters. That episode had me feeling sorry for Sarah's
5: Oh, hell no.
1: Uh, well, no, I didn't feel no. sorry for her, but I didn't like no. it. no. Can't she mourn her dead son in peace? I know she's paranoid and vindictive, but the way Tywin and Jamie treated her made me think of her as more of a victim. Please. Except she's still trying to murder Tyrion. Yep. I know why some people miss Joffrey. It's e- It was easy to decide how you felt about him. Also, a wine recommendation for Sister Jay. Okay. Jam jar sweet Shiraz from South Africa. Hmm. I drank it during Breaker of Chains and it was very good. Pictures Attached.
2: Cheers,
1: Hi. Liz from Seattle. Thank
2: you, Liz, Thank for you that Liz. email. And you know
5: what, Liz? I have tried a, a Shiraz before. I didn't like it. However, this does say sweet Shiraz. Because uh, a regular Shiraz is a little too bitter and dry for me. Because I, I don't prefer that. But I will definitely go to my well, liquor this, store and
1: <laughs> liquor store and see if they got that. Well, it says packed with cherry, no, with juicy berry flavors and hints of dark chocolate. Ooh, see that don't sound right to me. Ooh, it sounds good to me. You know what?
5: Ooh, yeah, girl.
1: Ugh.
2: Thank you Thank for you, that.
5: Liz. And you know what, Liz? I will let you know if I find it. And um, I forget who. Let's see. I forget which one of our listeners um, recommended the. uh, The New Belgium 1554 Black Lager Beer. Yeah. I've been trying to, I'm in Dallas, y'all. I've been trying to find it. Couldn't find it. I haven't found it yet, but I I will be checking two other sources like this weekend so I can try that, too. Okay. All right. All right. Well,
1: Thank thank you, Liz. Thank you,
5: Liz. I sure will try that.
1: All right. Well, our next email is from Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, sisters, Josh here, and man, was that another good episode. First, I'd like to say I just finished the last podcast yesterday, and I'm glad I did. I had no idea Littlefinger had anything to do with, with it, and your book reader listener mentioned him as a person to think about. I'm glad I got that surprise. Speaking of Littlefinger, that dude is all kinds of creeper. He is. I don't trust him for a moment. Mm -mm. I'm glad Sansa is out of King's Landing now, but I do not think she is out of danger. Nope. I hope she learned enough while in the city to protect herself better going forward. I don't think so. I don't know. And I'm still not convinced that Papa Lannister didn't have something to do with Joffrey's death. I know, see? The whole speech he had with Tommen about how a wise king listens to his advisors... Yeah, he was basically saying, "Do as I say, and you will live." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which left us with that awkward scene between Jamie and Cersei. That's what I thought about it. I saw people all upset about it, and, and uh, about it though, it seemed mostly from book readers.
2: Mm-hmm. That's not how
1: the book did that scene. That they say, or how he raped her. Well, I didn't think much about it because they live in a world where women have little to no rights. Exactly. If a man wants it, he gets it. And we shouldn't so easily forget that Jamie isn't really a good guy. He may have shown some changes, but he still is who he is. Yep. A sister-fucking, child-murdering, self spoiled, narcissistic man used to getting all he wants.
5: Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I am loving Arya and the Hound. She was able to read the situation and come up with the perfect story to tell. Maisie is a great actress.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: could see her inner dialogue during that scene. And I really hope she gets to meet up with Nymeria soon and a Direwolf was attitude to this badass duo. I know it! Been, I would love that! I've been saying that for I would love seasons. that! I would yes. love that! And just as I thought, Stannis took credit for Joffrey's death. Yeah. That red woman will have her claws dug deeper into him now. Mm-hmm. And Davos was ever the voice of reason, as usual. I really love that character. And Me what do too. you think of his house, uh, what do you think his house moment was? I think he was, he's going to, I guess house means his writing or something. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to try to get the Iron Bank of Davos to call in the crown's debt.
5: See, that's yes. what I was thinking. Yes.
1: Maybe try to get them to fight. Yes. So back in the brothel where we got some more peen to balance out all of the gina (laughs) we (laughs) see. Yeah. We got an interesting exchange. I'm sure others will talk about the main things they said. But I took from it that someone is finally taking the wildling and dragon threat seriously. Yes. Yeah. We didn't talk. Taiwan. We did talk about that. We did, but we didn't say. I didn't say because all this time everyone's been talking about wildlings and white walkers they're just ghost stories Tywin's the first one that 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 is in king's land who's believing it
5: oh yeah he said the wildlings are are, are, are getting coming. close yep. close to the wall
1: and the girl's got dragons
5: and and he said targaryen girl is in the south i the guess east. Uh, east with three dragons yes there in and pretty soon she's gonna set her eyes on Westerro yep. because he knows that she's the real heir or any Targaryen yep. is the real heir to the Iron Throne. So yeah.
1: He don't care about that. He cares about them dragons burning shit up. Yep. He says about time because then we see how crazy those wildlings really are. I know. Especially those terminus ones.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, when everybody says that. And then Danny, I love her scenes. I haven't grown annoyed of her like some seem to have. I don't either. I love Daenerys' scenes. I I was love surprised them. to find that out. She is fierce and gentle, young and wise, and seems to really care about people. When well, she said she wanted to look on all the faces of the killed mile marker slaves and to remove their collars, I thought it was so they could be laid to rest as free people. But she did one better. She used those collars to send a message. Yep. I will not own you. I think Marine is in for an uprising, and Danny's people will be let in to the newly self-freed city by ex-slavers. I can't wait to Could see be. more of that. From the land of always summer, Southern California, Josh. P.S. Oh, and aren't Brand and the gang already north of the wall? So north can't be Castle Black, but more north. I'm thinking way farther north, where the old gods still rule and have more yeah. power.
5: You're right, Josh. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i said that wrong. Thank last you. Time. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. For Josh. The email. And 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 that Josh. Was a ass yeah, email, that's kind of long,
5: Josh. So, you know, keep it moving, baby. But you are right though. Uh Brand is a, and see, I forgot because I got a little mixed up, but he is north of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So thank
1: you. Thank you, Josh. Okay, and our last piece of feedback is a Yay! <laughs> I know is a voicemail,
6: so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters, this is Tamalo. You may use this for the uh, podcast. I'm calling about Game of Thrones. I recently watched the latest episode, and a couple of things stood out to me. I didn't agree with the killing of Serdantos with a little finger after he completed the job. I understand that he was a drunk and a fool, but he was willing to put his life on the line to save Sansa. Yes, it was for the gold, but I think that Serdantos actually felt some sort of allegiance towards Sansa, and that he was trying to do the right thing. Uh, the other thing about Littlefinger is that my husband and I were watching it, and my husband had pretty much a big issue with his voice. It sounded as if he was trying to be all gravelly and secretive, but it just sounded like he had a really bad cold, and that really took my husband out of the episode. Myself, it bothered me a little bit, but not as much as it did him. Uh, the whole thing with Tyrion and... um Patrick It was sad. It was very, very moving, but at the same time, I think that Tyrion was very smart by telling Patrick to get out because he knew that even if he stayed, he would probably be forced to testify against him or to do something that was going to hurt him later on in life. I love how he told me that there was never a truer squire that served him or anyone. I just, uh, it choked me up. The other thing that got me was the uh Cersei Jaime in the sept with uh, Joffrey's dead body. Now, there's been several people on many different Game of Thrones podcasts who believe The Runner and George R. R. Martin have had words over this, and they said it was consent. There was nothing about that that was consent. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I don't know anything. But where I come from, that looked like rape to me. And I think that that was a breaking of Jamie's character because he's been wanting Cersei for so long He lost a hand. He rediscovered his honor with Brianne, He came back to King's Landing, and she basically pushed him a little too far, and he snapped. Whether it was a loss of his son, I don't know. But I also want to point out that when she said, our son is dead, he looked very shocked. He looked as if he knew that that was his son, but he kind of put it in the back of his mind because he didn't want to admit that that was his son. Now, for Tywin, guiding uh, Tomlin. uh I thought that was very interesting, you know, saying that his brother was not a good king. He's very much going to mold Tommen into the type of king that he thinks that he should be. Tommen's at the right age. He's very malleable. We'll have to see what happens. The other couple of things that I wanted to point out is that in this episode, it was very interesting how Tywin put together the small council slash the uh, trial uh, judges. I mean, he has Lord Oberlin, he has uh, Marjorie's father uh, and himself. Now, having the Red Viper on the small council and having him as a judge is very interesting because Dorne is a very strategic place to uh, defend against Daenerys and the dragons. I think that offering him this spot on the small court is his way of sort of pacifying, has a couple of things that he wants to see before he exacts his revenge. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that Jon Snow on the wall and with Sam. I think that Sam taking Dilly to the uh, brothel was noble of him, but at the same time, it sort of showed that he was very concerned about her, but at the same time, he doesn't know what to do. What other options does he have but to put her someplace despicable in order to keep her safe? Now, the White Walkers are on their way to the town that she's at, so maybe she lives, maybe she dies. Now, I am a book reader, and I'm not going to spoil anything but all I'm going to say is that I think that Sam might possibly have made a very bad decision. Jon Snow, Lord Snow, he is concerned. He is worried about Mance Rayder, But at the same time, he's being sought for more and more advice, which hopefully will mean that he'll be listened to. A hundred men on the wall, you can only take that so much. So I'm concerned about Jon Snow. I'm also concerned about the brutality of you get and the... Uh, the rest of the uh, wildlings when they were attacking the village, that shows something really, really sinister and really, really dangerous because once they get to the wall, exactly how bad is the car is going to be. Anyway, sisters, this is
1: my voicemail. Bye.
5: Thank you, Tamalo, for that voicemail.
1: And that was a tad
5: too
2: long. A little
5: too long. But... But you can tell you're a book reader too. Just by the way you talk about the characters. So thank you for not
1: giving us no spoilers. Yes, thank you for not spoiling yeah. us.
5: We don't want no spoileries.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And you had some great insights and points about all the characters. And um, again, thank you to everyone who sent in their feedback. We appreciate it. We do we appreciate did it. a little bit better this week not as long but it's still a tad bit long y'all it's still too long y'all so so keep it moving keep cutting it down that way we can get everybody in otherwise we are going to have to implement like a one minute rule beat beat cut you off and let's let's go
5: or a a two paragraph rule or something
1: yeah they could be a long ass paragraph so you don't want to say a paragraph rule yeah well so, anyhow, anyway, thank you Thank y'all. you, guys, we for your team.
5: Keep it moving. You don't and want me to
1: reach y'all. They probably do. No,
5: they, they don't want me to do it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, for next time, you can send us your <coughs> feedback to um at gmail.com or leave us a comment on our website at sisterspeakpodcast.com. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash speak Podcast for conversation throughout the week. Right. We're also on Google Plus at the same address, SisterSpeakPodcast. Speak um, Podcast. we are both on Twitter at underscore sister J and Underscore Sister K, as well as the podcast at cast C-A-S-T. You can also leave us a voicemail at 972. A
5: short voicemail.
1: <laughs> yeah. A short voicemail.
5: And when it cuts off, it cuts off.
1: At 972 755 1215. All right, that is it for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.
6: Hey, 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 Sister J, Sister K, and the Sister Steve family. This is Bunny from New York. A girl gives a man his own name. A girl lacks honor. If I do this thing, a girl must obey.
5: This is Lainey from the ATL. Sisters Big podcast
0: Game of Thrones is about to be on. Don't get red. The cars, motherfuckers. Hello, sisters. This is T3 from Colorado. And in the words of Lord Baelish, we're all liars here.
6: Hi, Sister Jay, Sister K. this is Danielle from him in California. Just look at the flowers,
0: Joffrey. Look at the flowers. Hello everyone, this is BJ from Los Angeles. And to all the haters out there, the sisters send their regards.
4: Hey there, this is Tim from Australia. In some places, the high brown frown upon those of low birth, in other places, the long assed email is considered distasteful. What a fortunate thing for you, Sister J, that Sister K has been sent to live in the latter sort of place.
2: Hi, this is from, Tampa. from
6: the great world of the house, up the king.